Mashiach to the thing Mashiach to the thing that the law that really matter. The father says, speak to the rock, you got power. Mm -hmm. We in the end time, the final hour. He's gonna let the rock flow down like a shower. So hallelujah. So praise y'all. Y'all can y'all see the screen now? We can. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. So let's go ahead and pray one more time. We're gonna pray again, then we're gonna go ahead and dive into these uh into the scriptures. So we can learn something from the most high. And we know how to live from him. We live for ourselves. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. So all my, we just coming for your presence again, Yada, in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach. We just magnify your set-apart name, for you are truly our strength and our salvation. And Yah, we love you. Hallelujah. We're blessed by you. Because Yah, you see fit to be with us anyway. Yah, even in spite of us, you still care about us. That's, that, 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 that's so so awesome. It brings the fear of you in here, because Yah, you can speak and me and live. You can speak and me and die. You know, it's by your mercies, Almighty, we're not consumed. It's us to have to yield to you to ask for anything, Almighty. And, and y'all, please forgive us for taking that for granted. Sometimes, y'all, we take for granted you and your grace, and we still live, live any kind of way, and act any kind of way, no matter how you look at us, and have no conviction of the sin that we do what's wrong before you, y'all. Please forgive us for, for being such prideful people, Almighty, stiff-necked people who don't have regard for you at times but put ourselves above other folks. Y'all, we uh, put ourselves above you, I mean. So I'm going to ask of you, please forgive us for that. Please forgive us for uh, being so self-righteous and having false humility. Mm -hmm. And please forgive us, Almighty, for being prideful, you know, and, um, and acting as if we're a place that we're not. We just pray, y'all, for your mercy upon that, that you would have mercy upon us. And y'all, that you would guide us today, leading guide us, y'all, into all truth, like Mashiach said, your rule, Hakodesh, your Holy Spirit, we convict the world of sin and we'll live and guide it to all truth. Yeah, we pray that you would do that for us this day so we can learn of your word, so we can grow in you, grow from faith to faith, extend to extend, Yah. Yah, that you would give us wisdom and understanding. Almighty, we just praise your set apart name and we thank you for being our salvation. And Yahushua HaMashiach's name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. So, Yah, so, um, Again, again today, today, today our lesson is going to be uh, Numbers chapter number nine. So we're going to start on Numbers chapter number nine. And, 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 and you know, and even in that chapter, we're going to combat some things that um that that tradition has, has taught us. Uh, some things that we even see people in the truth uh do that's that's not that's not scripture. You know, and and, and our reason not 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 necessarily to attack these people. Anytime y'all y'all see us teaching, it's never to attack people. Uh, the greatest commandment is to love, you know what I'm saying? So, so we never protect people. That don't mean we won't call your name out. It's a spirit, it's, it's a spirit, you know what I'm saying, that, 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 we, that we're coming against. Now, now if, 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 you, if you just so happen to allow that spirit to operate in you, yeah, yeah, we're gonna call your name out. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna talk to you like that. We ain't scared, you know what I'm saying? Because the thing about it is, it's time to live righteous. And my father, man, he don't play, period. So, you know what I'm saying? So anybody that wanna try to come against y'all, he'll, he, he'll do something to you while we're on live. Yeah, because he like to fight anyway when you when you when you go against him. You know, his word. But um, so you know, so so it's never against the person. 
but we are going to we are going to combat religion and man-made tradition that makes Yah's word ineffective. It's just like when the men came to Mashiach, uh, some of the Pharisees came to Yahushua and they were like, hey, well, why let your disciples, your Talmudian, wash their hands according to the tradition of the elders? That's the problem. That's the elder tradition. It ain't had nothing to do with the Torah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Mashiach did what David them did. And of course we know that Yah didn't have no problem with that. You know, David was running for his life when the men was hungry. You know, and um, the most I provided, and they, they just show Saul's wickedness, you know what I'm saying, to, to kill them, them them priests, you know what I'm saying, for, you know, for, uh, for Aiden David, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so you know, so so he said, because your man made traditions, you know, you make the word of Yah ineffective. You know, and, and that's the problem, because of our man-made traditions, things we believe, our own worthless ways of thinking, you know what I'm saying, us leaning to our own understanding, that's what makes Yah's word ineffective. Yah's word have no power in our life, but we choose to believe our word over Yah's word. You know what I'm saying? So, so in order for you to have uh, a true experience and for Yah's word to be effective in your life, you got to live for Yah. You got to have faith in his word. You can't let your mind, your sound judgment, how you feel and what you think and what you're looking at, you know what I'm saying, dictate to you how you should live. That's called sin. You know, uh, we just got finished reading Judges, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Thursday, all, all twenty-one chapter we went through, and let me show y'all some. This, 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 this is a this right here's a phrase that's been said all through Judges, uh, right here, uh, uh, verse twenty-five. This phrase has been said about four, five, six times in Judges. What phrase? What what phrase is that? Uh, Pastor Battle. Well, uh, uh, uh Judges twenty-one, twenty-five. It says, "In those days, there was no king in Israel." And then look at the example. So by them having no leadership, every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Now listen to this. It says in those days there was no king, but Yah was right there. So they didn't even regard Yah as king. They didn't flesh look at the fresh things. And because they don't understand the truth being led by the Ruach or true leadership, and Yah has no man in place, they did what was right from their own point of view. You can't do what's right from your own mindset. <laughs> You doing right from your own mindset gonna ruin your life. You doing right from your own mindset or what you think you should be doing, that's what's gonna ruin your life. Because see, the Bible says pray about everything. I ain't no such thing as common sense in the scriptures. Show me in the scriptures. You're, you so frail and wicked and backwards in your mindset, you don't have to have common sense. That's on that's on my smart. That's something somebody lied to you and told you about. Common sense. Well, Proverbs 3 says, trust in Yahweh all your heart and lean not to your common sense. How about that? Let me fix the words. Lean not to your own understanding. In all of your ways, in all A-L-L, Ebonics, all, all, all going to be all in Ebonics, it's gonna be all. It's, it's gonna be uh, the same meaning. Mean the same thing in Swahili. It's gonna mean the same thing in Igbo. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and it's, it all is all. It's a universal. It's a universal language. It's all inclusive of everything. So in all of your ways, acknowledge Yah, and He'll direct your path. That's before you even go to your own understanding. Um, excuse me, your own common sense. So when you look at verse 25 of Proverbs 14, 25, this is what it say. It said, 
no, was it, what was it? I said 1412? 1412, 1625. Yes, 1412. Look, look right here, y'all. 1412, turn the panel on your mind. Yeah. Proverbs 1412 says this there is a way which seemeth right unto a man. It's a way that seemeth right, mm -hmm. but the end thereof are the ways of death. So if the end of your way that seems right are the ways of death, the ways of death, they mean your way that you treat this or to use a sinful way because that's the ways of sin. The ways of sin is death. So you doing it, see, so the thing about it is, you can do what you want to do. Do enjoy your life. Do what you want to do. Go ahead and live in sin. I'm going to look here. Freak, geek, do everything. And just understand this. You're going to die in the end for living in sin. It's just a bottom line never. So, so make it the, so the decisions you that you need to make is a conscious decision. And choosing to be ignorant ain't no good excuse. Even though Mashiach on the stake, he died for the ignorant. While he was yet giving his the Ruach up, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He had an understanding that you didn't have no understanding. But look here, like Paul told you, you because in the Stoics on Mars Hill in Acts 17. He said, look here, at one point in time, y'all winked at your ignorance. Yeah, no, he, he ain't winking no more now, turn his eyes to no more. He ain't turned his head from it, overlooking it now. Now he command all men everywhere to repent. You no, longer, you no longer have an excuse to remain ignorant. Now you remain ignorant and cause, cause your demise. You need to learn, learn some things. Oh, that's like a big thing to jump to. So Proverbs 16, 25, it's got to be the 25th verse of the 16th chapter, where it says, there is a way that seemeth right unto a what? Man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. Now, the Bible says uh, uh, by two or three witnesses, the air will be established. I can give you about four or five more. You know, because the thing that is, we got to stop leading to our own mindset doing things how we think it should be done and learn how to do things how y'all says it should be done. You be thinking things in your mind that don't even be right. Some of y'all scared of dreams. You have a dream somebody that cheated on you, mad, ready to fight. You hear a dream somebody talking about you, you ready to whip somebody down. Why? That's just a dream. The Bible says you don't even get, give in to Don't even be worried about no dreams. But we get mad about dreams because it's in your mind. You mad about something you dreamed about and you think something going on in your head, and so instead of, instead of you praying about it, you lead to your own mindset, and then here you, here you are, they woke up on the wrong side of the bed. With an attitude for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So 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 we need to lead to our own mindset. So anyway, so let, let, let's, let's, go to, let's go to numbers. So we're going we're gonna to start there on numbers nine, but we're going to do a quick review on number seven. So number seven, like I was, uh, we were saying earlier, they begin to do the um, uh, uh, their offerings. They're, um, they begin to do their offerings. They begin to um, set things apart, you know, get things together. And and, and, and so what the first thing they did was um, the children of Yasharal, they came and brought offerings um, to, to, to the Levites. Now, not to all of the Levites. Remember, again, all the Levites, all of the Levites were not priests. All Levites are not, were not priests from the standpoint of, of, of um, what... Um, Aaron and his sons did. Only the only only Aaron, the sons of Aaron, are the priests. And then you know the oldest son is the high priest. You know what I'm saying? Now Aaron, Aaron first was 
the high priest. And then it, the next son of, to come out to Aaron was uh, would be Eleazar, you know. And in those days, the high priest was the high priest was the high priest until he died. You know what I'm saying? That's why in the sanctuary of the when you when you had the man that that, uh, that, that that murdered somebody, he would try to flee to to um, a sanctuary city. He had to stay there until that priest died. The high priest died, right? So by the time of Yahusha's day, when he he came on the scene, the, the priesthood was corrupt, and they were just taking turns. I guess politicking. That's why you see Annas and Caiaphas, father-in-law, father-in-law, and um, and, and, and son-in-law. You know. Um, which was completely out of order. But anyway, they came and brought they came and brought um, the uh, their offerings to, uh, to to some to Levites to uh, and to Marari and um, and Gershon. Um, so so, so he, and he gave he gave two wagons and four oxen unto the sons of Gershon according to their service, and and and, and so and four wagons and eight oxen he gave unto the sons of Marari. According unto their service, under the hand of Itamar, the son of Aharon the priest. Now listen, so we know we know what Gershon did, and we know what Merari did. But let me show y'all what they did. So y'all won't have to uh, get the Kohathites. Let me see, are they down here as well? The Kohathites, boy, they was a. Uh, theirs was. Here, but look at here, here go the sons of Gershom. So you know, uh, so you got you got the sons of Gershom. This is the service of the pharaohs of the Gershonites to serve and for the and for burdens. Now this is this is Gershom. Now they brought they brought these offerings to them according to their service. So they're gonna feed them, you know, they're gonna make sure they're good based on what they've done, and plus they're sitting back up the tabernacle, probably tired. You know what I'm saying? And put their PM, they're, they're being uh, given wages for their service. They're not just giving them something. They're doing something for the tabernacle. So ain't nothing you ain't just giving nobody nothing. You know what I'm saying? They have responsibility just like everyone else. So now look here. This is the service of the of the families of the Gergeshite, excuse of the Gershonites to serve and for burdens. And they shall bear the curtains of the tabernacle. In the tabernacle of the congregation, his covering and the covering of the badger skin, as above that is above upon it, and the hanging of the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and the hangings of the court, and the hangings of the door of the gate of the court, which is by the tabernacle and by the altar round about, and the chorus and all the instruments of their service, and all that is made for them, so shall they serve. At the appointment of Aaron. And his sons shall be all this at the appointment of Aaron. Aaron's one is going to appoint at the appointment of Aaron and his sons shall be all the service of the sons of the Gershonites and all their burdens and in all their service. And you shall appoint unto them in charge all their burdens. And this is the service of the families of the sons of Gershon in the tabernacle of the congregation. And their charge shall be under the hand of Itamar, the son of Aaron the priest. And then, and then Marari, we're gonna go ahead and read, read Marari as well, because we're gonna talk about both of their offer, they brought both of both, both of them, both families. So now, and as for the sons of Marari, or Marari, how you want to how you, how you want to pronounce it, 
Thou shalt number them after their families by the house of their fathers. Let's go skip on down. And this is the charge of their burden according to all their service in the tabernacle of the congregation. The boards of the tabernacle and the bars thereof and the pillars thereof and the sockets thereof and the pillars of the court round about and their sockets and their pins and their cords with all their instruments and with all their service. And by name, you shall reckon the instruments of the charge of their burden. This is the service of the families of the sons of Merari, according to all their service in the tabernacle, under the, excuse me, of the congregation under the hand of Itamar, uh, the son of Aaron. So now let's go over here to number seven. So they, so they, they brought these offerings and they brought these offerings. Uh, they brought, they, not there, we go, go, go. And they, and they brought these offerings um, uh, to them according to their service. So when they, so, so when, so when these men, uh, uh, these families brought these offerings to these families, this is what Yah tells Moses, uh, number se uh, seven and four. And Yahuwah spake unto Moses, saying, "Take of it them, take excuse me, take it of them, the the, the princes who are bringing this, take it of them." Uh, that they may that they may do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation, and thou shalt give them unto the Levites, to every man according to his service. Y'all see that? So we we, we 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 see why they give it to them right here. They give it to every man according to their service, and we just read what their services were, right? So we so 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 did a recompense to him. Or to compensate them for what was going on, and they have to take him. So, so Moses took that, he took the wag, he took the wagons and the oxes and gave them unto the Levites. Two wagons and four oxes he gave, he gave unto the sons of Gershon according to their service, and four wagons and eight oxes he gave unto the sons of Merari according to their service under the hand of Itamar, the son of Aaron the priest. So now, when they begin to do this. I mean, they get that out of the way. Now they begin to bring things for the sanctuary, for the for the tabernacle of the congregation. So 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 uh so so now so now they begin they, they begin to do do uh when they, when they, when, they, when they begin to bring their other offering, their other offering is not brought to Marari or to, to um or to or, or to Gershwin, but it's brought to the tabernacle. You know what I'm saying? So it's brought to Yah. You know what I'm saying? So Aaron, his sons, and the Kohathites that. Their inheritance were the sacrifices of Yahuwah, right? Remember? So now this is what they what they got going on. They're bringing it to them. But they're bringing it for, before the altar as an offering. So they're bringing offerings, uh, bullocks and all that stuff, and they're bringing grain offerings. And, 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 and they did this for 12 days. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for 12 days, each tribe, each prince from each tribe a day brought something. And when they got done doing what they done, doing doing what they were supposed to do and bringing everything and, and getting everything set up, this is what I want to bring out to you all. Go ahead, Malachi, before I go to Go ahead, Malachi. So I was looking at the scripture again. For the sons mm -hmm. of Gershon, it had them working from 30 to 50. And then for mm -hmm. some of the other sons, it was 25 to 50. Do you think that could have been? Why do you think that could have been? Um we're looking at this. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's go back up here and look at it. Let's go. Oh, what was there? What 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 chapter was it in? Four. 
Yes, sir. Chapter four. Let's let's look at some right quick. Let me see. Let's see what let's see what if we can try to we try to figure it out. What verse was what, what was we on? It was. You can see the thirty for uh, verse three. Verse three. Mm-hmm. From thirty years old until fifty years old, all that all that entered into the host to do the recovery. This is this is Gershon. This is Kohathites. This is okay. Okay, so the Kohath or the Kohathites. I think I think maybe 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 Malachi by reason of strength probably. Um, certain things was 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 a bit more difficult. Look at the responsibilities of the Kohathites. They didn't have to carry what the what what, what uh, everybody else carried. The, the Kohathites, they 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 pertain to the temple of the congregation, but they was inside, right? So they covered stuff like the veil, the ark of the covenant, the altar. Those things it was not as heavy, uh, not as much to do as far as when it came down to the uh, Marari and Gershon. So it may 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 be may, may be because of you know the, the youth, uh, the youth in this in it, the strength. You know, um, the youth in this in it as well as, as the maturity. You know what I'm saying? I I I I I would think you know being 30 years old, uh, inside the tabernacle, uh, doing what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? You may want to leave it for a more mature man, or who may be more responsible. Uh, versus you know what I'm saying um, maybe a man 25 years old. You know what I'm saying? A man 30 years old may show more responsibility. More carefulness than the man that's twenty five. So maybe may, 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 may maturity, and maybe also you know, saying by reasons of strength as well. Probably, you know, I'm not, I'm not for sure, but I, I would think on on those lines just based on, you know, saying the weight, you know, saying Gershon Marari, they're holding things heavier and bigger, uh, and then you know, saying but not but 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 not as important. I'm not saying it's not important, but not as significant. As the things that are inside, you know what I'm saying? Because even even in in of the excuse me, in the in the tabernacle of the congregation, they couldn't even lay their eyes on the ark. You know what I'm saying? Or nothing. They had to be covered up. You know what I'm saying? Before they can go in, whereas they can just go pull that that do down. You know what I'm saying? Move. They ain't got. We don't even them do all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Does that does that kind of help a little bit? That does make sense. Younger, I guess the younger guy, 25-ish, heavier stuff, probably help more, whereas inside you might need somebody a little bit more serious, kind of like how they do presidents. Got to be at least 35 or something. I don't think a man 35 years old is fit to be president. <laughs> I ain't 40. He ain't live long enough. <laughs> yeah, like an 18-year-old want to be president. <laughs> oh, yeah, give about 40, about, about 30 more years. Go through life right quick. <laughs> so you can make right decisions. Right, right, Malachi. <laughs> Praise God. So let's let's go back over here to some to uh, a number. Is it is it that all Malachi? Yes, sir. That was it. Okay. Praise God. So let's let's look at something. Now let's look at look at this. Number 789. And when Moses was gone into the tabernacle of the congregation to speak with him, then he heard the voice. Of one speaking unto him from off the mercy seat that was upon the ark of the testimony from between the two cherubims, and he spake unto him. And look at here, let's look at something. 
And Yah spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron, and, and uh, speak unto Aaron, and say unto him, When thou lightest the lamps, the seven lamps shall give light over against the candlestick. So the seven lamps are going to give light L against the candlestick, toward the candlestick, among the candlestick, um, or, or probably from off, from off the candlestick, or near the candlestick. Mola, 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 mula in front, uh, opposite, over against the candlestick. So it's going to light things out. Uh, let me see. Paul Neen. Paul Neen. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to show light in the house. It's going to show light in the tabernacle for them to be able to do what needs to be done in the um, in the tabernacle, right? So, and Aaron did so. He lighted the lamps thereof over against the candlestick as Yah commanded Moses. And this is the work of the candlestick. And this and this work of the candlestick was of beaten gold unto the shaft thereof, unto the flowers thereof was beaten work according to the pattern which Yahuwah had showed Moses so he so he made the candlestick. Now, my reason for, for coming on, on this right here, y'all, is, 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 is this. This is very significant. But also, you know, when you look at the Mashiach teaching, I'm thinking Mashiach, Mashiach's mind was always on Torah. And so if if if, if, if the, the Levites, y'all, so so the Levites did service where? In, inside, inside of what? The temple inside the temple inside the tabernacle of the congregation and inside the temple, right? Let's remember that the temple and tabernacle was two different things. So right now we're talking about the tabernacle. The temple didn't come until Solomon's day. Um, so, 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 and, 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 so, but I mean the temple as well. You know what I'm saying? But let's look at it. He said, "Let your light." Uh, uh, they, they, they did. They, they did work inside the temple, and inside that temple, they gotta be able to see, huh? Now, in that temple, as long as that menorah is shining and you get that light burning, they can see to do the service. And while they're doing their, their, their services for y'all serving y'all, you know what I'm saying, they, they, while, 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 while they are assisting uh, other people, while, while they are assisting those doing, the tap, doing, doing, their, um, doing their sacrifices or whatever, or whatever their duties are at that time in the tabernacle, while they're doing those things, people can see them doing it, right? And while people are seeing them doing that, they can give Yah the extinct. Because it's, it's, it's going to teach you a, a reverential, obedient fear, you know what I'm saying, of Yah. First of all, they're doing, first of all, um, the altar stands in front of the door of the temple of the congregation. And so when they bring that offering, um, Yah has to approve the offering. I mean, he has to look at it. And the person themselves got to kill that sacrifice. And then, and while they cured their sacrifice and they couldn't all that up, the priest is the one. The priest is the one that aids, right? They're the one that atone, meaning, meaning they pour the blood out. You know what I'm saying? They take care of the blood situation and make sure that part is done. And when you do what you're doing and do what they're doing, and then things are working out right the right way, you can give Yah the extent, you can glorify Yah. You have you have shalom with Yah. You know what I'm saying? Um, you may hold with Yah. You can give y'all the praise. He forgives of sin. So you can give y'all the esteem. It can glorify as long as that light is shining. So I'm thinking when Mashiach is talking, it's just me just thinking about something that was on my mind. You know what I'm saying? I've been thinking about it for, for a while. That when he's talking about letting your light shine, well, your light shine on the inside of you. People can see you as well doing y'all's work. You know what I'm saying? So 
I think that's significant that Mashiach was let your light shine before men. Let's, let's, let's look at something. It says, you are the light of the world. You know what I'm saying? A city that is set upon a hill cannot be hid. Now, even though, now let, let me ask you something, some y'all. That tabernacle, everybody understood that. You know what I'm saying? That fire on top of that thing, that, that fire uh, or that cloud, that thing raising up and moving, people saw that. They heard about them and, the world, and they understood what was going on. And plus, it, all them tribes, all 12 tribes, maybe millions of people, you know what I'm saying, in Moses' day, saw that light burning in that tabernacle of the congregation. You know, so that thing stayed burning, and the Levites steady did stuff continuously every day. You know, what I'm saying, and while they was pers persistent or persevering doing their work, um, guess what? People was able to see that and give y'all their steam. So I think that we should be able to do the same thing. You know, what I'm saying that we 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 should take that from the Torah and look at that. That let our light shine before men as well, so that they, they see our light shine and us doing the work of y'all, doing the service of y'all, walking in obedience. They can glorify Yah, you know what I'm saying, through our obedience, you know what I'm saying, to us doing the will of Yah through that enlightenment. So I, I, that was in my mind, like, man, that, that could mean, that could mean that, you know what I'm saying? Um, so it says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a menorah, on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. It gave light to all of the like too. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good. They saw the Levites working. They may see your good works and give esteem, uh, uh, glorify your Father which is in heaven. So you know when we look at when we, when we look at this light in this menorah, you know, what I'm saying behind behind the veil, um, I think I think that's significant. You know, what I'm saying of, 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 of how we ourselves need to let our light shine. You know what I'm saying? Really let our light shine. And the light I'm talking about, I ain't talking about no sun. You know what I'm saying? The, the moon and the stars. Neither. I'm talking about that the ore, that enlightenment, that illumination of knowledge of Yah that was given on the very first day. So that light that shining, you know what I'm saying? That light that shine in that tabernacle of, of the congregation uh, and it, it enabled us to walk by faith. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that light that spills the darkness, darkness can't comprehend it. You know what I'm saying? That light removes chaos. You know what I'm saying? So, so the light on the inside of you can dispel darkness and allow you to be able to walk by faith because it's the word of Yah and the light of Yah and your obedience to Yah that guides your way. So I was just thinking about that. That that that, that might be that, that might mean that. You know what I'm saying? I think that means more. I think it mean, it, it, it would mean more so toward that than some of this, this tomfoolery mm -hmm. that they've been teaching in, in these idolatrous churches. You know what I'm saying about about that? But unfortunately, folks don't like to read the Bible and they want to disregard Yah's Torah like it's like like, like it's some kind of joke. Um, praise y'all. Anybody got any, any um, anything to say about that? I do. Uh, I find it interesting. Yah is in control and has understanding of everything. So he obviously understands electricity, you know. <laughs> but here he didn't use anything like that, which is, I mean, it's obvious for the, that time period. And where so I just think it's profound, right? And a lot of the times I think I've read throughout the scripture, especially in the Shamayim, it's well lit, and it's lit by Yah. So it's pretty cool to see that. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. Right, you know, I think I think when, 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 Mashiach, was, when Mashiach was here on the planet, he, he wasn't talking about nothing but Torah, you know what I'm saying, or the prophets, or Enoch, or Daniel, the writings, you know what I'm saying? 
and like I was saying uh, uh, before, I'm going to say it again. If, if, you, if, if you haven't read Daniel, if you haven't read the prophets, if you haven't read the writers, if you haven't read the Torah, then, what, then you don't know what you're just talking about. I'm being so serious. You, you can't have true faith without reading the whole books. You can't, you, you can't quote a chapter here or a chapter there and get your old good old commentary and see what Marvin R. Wisdom talking about to see if that's right. You have to pray and you got to get that Bible yourself and read the whole book and ask y'all for understanding about faith and know that he'll guide you. You know what I'm saying? Or you will, you, or you will not have true, the true understanding of Yah's word. Only the spirit of Yah can reveal to you what his word is saying to you. Only Yah's spirit. No man on the planet. Even people who you know claim to be prophets or apostles or evangelists or pastor teachers, they can't speak their own word. Yah says Deuteronomy 18, if a prophet speaks something he didn't say, you ain't got to fear him and they're probably going to die. Nobody can speak anything on their own out of Yah's word without y'all giving them permission, y'all speaking this for them. That's, that, 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 that's straight disrespectful to, to do y'all like that. He ain't playing no games about that. So it's only the spirit of y'all that can reveal that word to us. You know what I'm saying? That's it. You know what I'm saying? Not no commentary. You know, um, I'm serious. It's, it's important for us to have a relationship with the Father. If you don't have no relationship with y'all, you in trouble. You know, being real, this, this ain't about no church. This is real life situation right here, y'all. So anyway, anybody, anybody got anything, anything else to say about, about, about what, I, what I just said? Anybody disagree with that? Praise y'all. Okay, because because I believe I believe you all just by looking at that that um it makes too much. It's it's a lot of sense. Now, I know they don't have your rib case and all that stuff. I, don't, I ain't no sign. I don't know how your rib case set up. But I do know, you know what I'm trying to say to you, that, that, that you, you, you need to have a light on the inside of you. You need to have God's word on the inside of you. Let me ask y'all something. How do you know what the seal is? I know the rule of Hakodesh is a, a seal of renewed covenant, but the renewed covenant is in the rule the of Hakodesh. That's what put y'all's, the Ruach is put y'all's Torah on your heart. And, and, and so people be able to see, see that in you. But guess what? How you get the Ruach HaKodesh, even if you get the Ruach, y'all's Torah ain't going to be on your heart if you don't open y'all's Torah up to put it on your heart. I'll show that to y'all. And then we're going to go ahead and read uh, after I show this to y'all, we're going to go ahead and read uh, uh, Leviticus, uh, I mean, Numbers 9. But let's look at some, Jeremiah 31. Okay. We, we, we're going to start at verse 31. Let's look at this right here. This is a renewed covenant. Behold, because y'all never, never ever did away with the Torah. He just said, because we violated it and couldn't do it, he himself is going to put his Torah on our hearts. So it says right here, Behold, the days come, says Yah, that I will make a renewed covenant or a new covenant with the house of Yashareel, Israel, and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by their hand, uh, took, 
to, that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break. Uh, although I was a husband unto them, says Yah. So they, so we, we they, they broke the covenant of Yah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not, he, he said, not, not, not like the covenant. What, what does he mean? They, he, remember in Deuteronomy, y'all said, talk about everywhere you go, put it on your front list, and all that stuff. Israel had a talk about put it on your front list, put it on your house, talk about it to your kids, do it in the city, do it in the field. All that stuff was y'all telling Israel about putting it on their heart. The more you talk about it, you put it on your heart. You put it on your heart. Israel didn't do it. They violated the covenant. They broke the covenant. So Yah's going to put it on their heart. So now look here. But this shall be the covenant that I make with the house of Israel. After those days, says Yah, I will put my Torah, my law, my Torah, in their inward parts and write it in their hearts. And will be their mighty one, and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more man, and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, No, Yah. That ain't saying you don't have no teachers. You don't have no teachers. That means Yah himself is going to talk you to know him. Not, not teach Yah's word, but you don't have to teach nobody to have, nobody has to, has to teach you how to have a relationship with Yah. You can have one on your own. That don't mean they don't teach you the commands and all that stuff. That's the case you want to have prophecy, eat no more whatsoever. So it don't mean that whatsoever. It says, uh, for they shall all know me. You know him on your own uh, personal relationship. Like I know Rainer. I know Tova. I know uh, Ariella, Layla, and Lord. I know Michaela, Ruth, Isaiah, and Malachi. You know what I'm saying? Those are my children. So they ain't got to teach each other to come know me. All of them have access to me individually. Why? Because they can know me on their own. It's the same thing when it comes to Yah, him being our father. He give each individual access to know him from a personal relationship standpoint. Nobody got to teach you to know Yah. So you ain't got to go on big mama's God. You know what I'm saying? Or, 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 or the mighty one of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He can also be your mighty one. Like when he told Moses, and, and I think it was Exodus 3, I'm, I'm the L.O.I. of your father. You know, his father first, then the L.O.I. of Abraham, Isaac, and then Jacob. You know what I'm saying? So all of them knew Yah. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, it says, and they shall know, and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, and every man his brother saying, no Yah, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest, says Yah. For I will forgive their iniquity and remember their sins no more. Y'all see that? That's the renewed covenant. That's y'all. So now, when you go over here to John, because they've been lying to us for so many years, telling you, well, you know, eternal, eternal life means to go to heaven. You're going to die and go to heaven. And when you get there, you're going to jump and shout. Eternal life does not mean you're going to heaven. You, 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 you're not going to find, you're not going to read in the New Testament nowhere about dying and going to heaven. It's not, it's not real. You know what I'm saying? You're going to die and you're going to go to hell or you're going to go to paradise. And then you're going to wait for the judgment. And but guess what? There is a such thing as a resurrection. We're going to live again and we're going to live on the earth. Mashiach is the first fruit from the dead. He's the resurrection. He raised up first and gave us life on the what? Earth. He's going he gonna to root and rain down here. I'm not saying you won't have access to y'all because you will. 
And all I, I, I said, you won't have everlasting life because you will live forever. You know what I'm saying? But not how they taught it. They taught us wrong. So when you go to John, when you go to John 17, let's look at John 17. These words speak Yahusha, and this, this is Yahusha telling his father along with his prayer, he's fulfilled Jeremiah 17. He finna do it. He finna go do it. He did it. These words speak Yahusha and lifted his eyes to heaven and said to, to his daddy, the most high in the Shamayim, and said, Father, the hours come, glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify you or thee, as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Listen, this is life eternal. When you won't put play the words back up front, it's still the word eternal and it's still the word life there. And, and it's the same word that's in verse two. And this is life eternal, that they may know the only true mighty one. And Yahushua HaMashiach, they may, what y'all say, I'm accustomed to know me. And they're going to be talking about who? The mighty one, who's Yahushua? And they may know the mighty one, the only true mighty one, and Yahushua HaMashiach, whom thou hast sent. So if you don't know Yah, and you don't know Yahushua, you don't have eternal life. And you cannot know Yahushua without knowing the Torah. You can't. And you can't even know Yah without knowing who Yahushua is. He's going to reconcile you back to the Father and show you the Father's word. You need both of them to make, to make it. So if you don't know Yah, you don't have eternal life. You in trouble right now. If you was to die right now, you, you wouldn't make it. You're going to stay for judgment and burn a fire because you don't know y'all. That ain't being mean to you. That's being real with you. Now, look here. You can think in your mind you got all the time in the world. That's all you to think. It's what it seems right to a man. But the end thereof, that's the part I'll be thinking about. You know, that's the death part. So so guess what? Thinking you got all the time in the world, let me tell you something. You only die once. You live every day. You don't live every day. You live once. You see, you live every day. You die one time, though. It's important to man once to die, and then the judgment. And let me explain something to you. If you don't have y'all in your life, it's gonna be real too, baby. Because Mashiach already took our gift. Those who have salvation. And I'm talking about those who walk with avoid sin. Those, those who live in sin perpetually, and you ain't trying to change, and you continue falling for that, and you your heart is hard. You gonna burn. It don't even matter what you're talking about. I'm talking about for real. I don't care if you find to make everybody laugh, give millions of dollars, and, and, and doggone look here, you with the best in the world. If you don't have a relationship with y'all, you in trouble. <laughs> Praise y'all. For real. Some folks think they, you know, they think they got all that long. Man. Hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm just being honest about it. Man, look here. I got a cousin that just died Friday. 45 years old, died in the penitentiary. Was in there 28 years, Jack. He murdered a man to get there and was busting heads and stabbing folks while he was in there. I talked to him just about the whole 28 years he was in there, sending him money. Last time I talked to him was almost a month ago. Been talking to him for a long time. He never changed his ways. 
He when I, when I when I wouldn't send him no money, he would say, like, "I'm busting out of here. I robbed me one." That was his mentality. Been mm -hmm. first time going getting locked up. He was 14 years old. Got out at 16. Got out of the capital murder charge at 17. Sent his life down at 18 and died fried. Look mm here, -hmm. that's that's heartbreaking. He probably didn't make. He he wasn't saved. His mama dead. His brother died in prison. His daddy dead too. All of them died young. Mama died in his fifties. Uh, 54, I think. Brother was 25. He was 45. And then daddy died under 70. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, 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 we think we got a lot of time. I talked to him last month. He was still talking. Ooh, what are you going to do? But guess what? I guess he never came to pay what he could do. Because we got to have his funeral next week, probably. I guess we're going to be probably one standing over top of him doing it. Not on, but I ain't doing no on some spot, <laughs> though. I'm the one they always want to call to talk, talk about it. And then when I go, when I get to teach it to them, folks want to walk out, get mad, and lead, and lead the assemblies because they think I'm being mean when I teach. But they're coming because I don't charge them none. <laughs> yeah. So, and I don't care who get mad at this. The truth is the truth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But guess what? So, 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 thank you. You got it. I used to tell him about y'all, but he didn't want to hear it. But he asked for that $10, though. He asked for that catch for that $25. That green dot card, I'll keep all give it to me. But when it comes to y'all, like, 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 like my wife, some of her folks and I hope that my folks, when it comes to giving you the truth, I don't want to hear it right now. You ain't ready for it because you lazy, prideful, and you won't read the Bible. Her sisters and her brothers, along with mine, too. Now, yeah. Because see, see, the thing about it is, we 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 all say we want to love y'all, but none of us have got time to really want to love y'all. Because if you love me, you will keep my commandments. But everybody say we no longer under the law. You you confuse y'all ain't the other confusion. You can't say you love y'all at the same time refuse to obey. Something wrong with that picture. But anyway, let's go ahead and start reading Numbers nine. If I get on my tangent, yeah, the folk be talking all kind of tomfoolery that they say. <laughs> And we're going to live for him. Let's live for him, ain't it? Praise y'all. Numbers 9, beginning at verse 1, says this. And Yahuwah spake unto Moshe in the, Moses in the wilderness in the first month of the second year, after they would come out of the land of Egypt, saying, let, let the truth of Yisrael also keep the peace out at his appointed season. Y'all see him regarding the peace out as a person. Mashiach. In the 14th day of this month at even, you shall keep it in the appointed in his appointed season, according to all the rites of it, and according to all the ceremonies thereof, shall you keep it. You should defend it. And Moses spake unto the children of Yasharal that they should keep the Passover. And they kept the Passover on the 14th day of the first month at even in the wilderness of Sinai according to all that Yah commanded Moses, so did the children of Israel. And there and there were certain men who were defiled by the dead, excuse me, and there were certain men who were defiled by the dead body of a man, that they, that, that they could not keep the Passover on that day. And they came before Moses and before Aaron on that day. And, and those men said unto him, we are defiled by the dead body of a man. Wherefore are we kept back that we may not offer an offering of Yahuwah in his appointed season among the children of Israel? So they've been they be kept back from keeping the peace out 
because he defied by a dead body. Okay. And Moses said unto them, Stand still, and I will go and I will hear what Yah will command concerning you. And Yahuwah said unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If any man of you or of your posterity shall be unclean by reason of a dead body or, or be in a journey of far off, don't make it in time, you shall keep the Passover unto Yah. The 14th day of the second month at evening, they shall keep it and eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herb. That's all you got to do. All the other stuff, they, they flesh. Mm -hmm. and, they, and, and they shall leave none of it until the morning, nor break any bone of it according to all the ordinances of the Passover. They shall keep it. But the man that is clean and is not in a journey, look at here, y'all. But the man that is clean and is not in a journey and forbeareth to keep the Passover. Even the same, even the same soul shall be cut off from among his people because he brought not the offering of Yah in his appointed season. That man shall bear his sins. Because the Passover is the one that well, we go in a minute. Hmm. And if a stranger shall, and if a stranger shall sojourn among you, and we keep the Passover unto Yah, um, according to the ordinance of the Passover and according to the manner thereof, so shall he do. You shall have one ordinance, both for the stranger and for the him that was born in the land. So let's let, let's dig on in just a little bit first. Let's pray right quick, y'all. Hallelujah. It's ma'am, sister June. Hallelujah. Oh, she had to come. So, oh, um, we just pray right now. Uh, pray, pray for sister June. Her, her, her friend's daughter just broke her ankle. So pray with her. They're going to, they got to take her to the mercy room. Um, let's pray right now. Hallelujah. So, oh, um, I just want to pray right now, y'all, for that young lady, y'all, and her mom, y'all, with her ankle. Y'all just pray for that, for that soothing of that pain, but get them shalom as well, y'all. Uh, we know y'all that. It's 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 it's, uh, it's it's not unlawful to do to do good on the Shabbat, even Mashiach, you know, heal people on the Shabbat. So I pray y'all for their safe travels, y'all. They get there safe, y'all Almighty. And I pray as well, y'all, that you would touch that young lady's mind and heart, and touch Sister June, and also Sister uh, her, her friends uh, her, as well, y'all, and give them shalom. And Yahushua Hamashiach's name, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Praise y'all. Yeah. Hallelujah. So now, let's let's, let's go back over here. So then we talk about the Passover, right? So so now so now this is the first month so this is this, this a new year. So now that two years that that two years you are out of Egypt. This is the beginning of the second year, the first month of the second year after they were coming out of the land of Egypt. And Yah is telling them, "Hey, tell the children of Israel in the first month." So Yah is re reiterating, reminding, and coming back. He said, "Now tell the children of Israel." Um, to keep the Passover at his appointed season. In the 14th day of this month at evening, he shall keep it in his appointed season. So now first I want first I want I want to bring out <laughs> is uh he calling this this his Passover. So the pa the Passover is is not just that dead lamb that was uh that they eat, but Yahushua himself is the Passover. I pass over. I'm gonna give you two things because everybody say everybody wants to say, well, you ain't gotta follow the law. That's a lie. And then they want to ask about, you know, are, are we Jewish? No, we ain't Jewish. 
We're not Jewish, and Judaism is idolatry. We don't do nothing but for no, we know Judaism. We follow just the Torah. You know what I'm saying? We're not Christians neither. That's idolatry. You know what I'm saying? We just follow the word of Yah. You know what I'm saying? And we're Israel. We're the true Israel. You know what I'm saying? In spite of popular opinion. So anyway, let's look at something. Uh, we go. I'm, 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 oh. I want to read the whole thing. I might have to read the whole thing. I'm read the whole. I'm read, I'm just gonna read chapter, chapter verse one. I'm, I'm gonna show you who's our Passover. Yah is saying something about keep the Passover in His appointed season. The Passover is it's, 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 it's a pattern. It's the same pattern that we're gonna look at. What Yah is talking about that lamb that was slain on the peace socket. The slain. It's the same lamb that we're gonna see in heaven in a minute. And I'm going to show you something. But we're going to first start at 1 Corinthians 5, beginning at verse 1. It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you. Now, you got some folks want to know, is fornication wrong? Is fornication a sin? Should we, can we fornicate? If you fornicate by having to being married, you're going to burn. Yeah, you're going to be judged. You're going to be burned. And you're gonna, and y'all going to deal with you. Why? Because fornication is a sin. It makes you want to clean. You sin against the whole body. And so guess what? Go ahead and fornicate, get your freak on, do your thing, but you're going to be judged. It's going to have to happen to you. You know what I'm saying? Because you make a decision to do it defiant because your stuff get wet, you get horny. You want to, I just got to do something. Your thing get hard, you just got to get you a nut. So I just got to get me a little something, huh? And, that, and, 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 and so in doing that, I'm just going to give in. Well, guess what? And, and, and so when y'all just throw you in that fire, respect it. The same disrespect you gave him, the same, the same mindset you had where you knew it was wrong, you chose to do what you did because it was not fornication is not intent, uh, un, unintentional when you know better. Now you got to think about before you do it. So when you do it and you and you think about doing it before you do it, you still do it. Remember that y'all thought it through as well when he cast you to the fire. Um. So let me let me I get I get to let the question in a second about it is reported commonly that there is fornication among you. And and such fornication as is as is not so much as named among the Gentile. Y'all some super freaks. Y'all Rick James, some super freak. She's a very freaky. He's a very freaky boy. She's a very freaky girl from her head down to her toenails. Uh, super freak, super. Freak. You're super freaky, y'all. Yeah, I can imagine the devil saying that when y'all smell like funk dying, burning. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Even the Gentiles ain't dirty as Israel. That's what we got it from Massa. Now, because guess what? Before Massa, he got that biggest book, humiliated him by with this letter, and in front of everybody to put him apart. Bishops already in judges already trying to do it. They give you a nice, we're trying to hit the man with his concubine. We can kill her, kill her, cause Israel to go to war to wipe out six hundred all of Benjamin, six hundred men, because of being gay, because of hitting the raping and fornication. Anyway. Let's continue to read. And then, but but but, but first Corinthians is violation of Leviticus 18 to 1. Man uncovered his father's nakedness. Anyway, it is reported comely that there is fornication from among uh among you. Yeah, and such fornication as is not so much as named among the Goyim, the Gentiles, the strangers, that one should have his father's wife. And you are look at y'all puffed up and have not rather mourned. That he have done this deed might be taken from y'all. Ain't put it y'all just happy about the situation. Y'all ain't sad or nothing. Deal with it, nothing. That he that done this deed might be taken from among you. 
For I, for I verily, as absent in body, but present in spirit, have judged already as though I were present concerning him that have done this deed. In the name of our master, Yahushua HaMashiach, when you are gathered together and my spirit with the power of our master, Yahushua HaMashiach, to deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh that the spirit might be saved in the day of, of, of the master Yahushua. Now this, that means give him over. Put him outside the camp. Yeah, you love him, but put him out there and they by themselves now. Oh, and they got to deal with it. I ain't no, I ain't no, I ain't, I ain't no, no protection from y'all. It's over with. And you give them on there and let them learn a lesson so they can repent and change. But they don't, then you know what the deal is from that, don't you? Yeah. Your glory is not good. Know you not at a little leaven, first fruit, I mean, excuse me, unleavened bread. Know you not at a little leaven, leaven the whole lump, purge out there for the old leaven that you may, that, that you may be a new lump. As you are unleavened, for even look here, y'all, Mashiach. For even Yahushua, Mashiach, Christ, our what? Our Passover is sanctified for us. So Yahushua himself is the Passover. So when y'all talk about it to Moses, he told me Mashiach there too. I'll tell you in a second. So even Christ, our Passover, is sanctified for us. Therefore, let us do what? Keep the feast. Not Christmas, not Easter, not uh, Thanksgiving. What are all these religious holidays associated with the Bible? Already Purim, Hanukkah. Anything you do in church, religious-wise, no. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So we just saw right there that Yahushua himself is our Passover. And since we all say we believe in Yahushua, we should do what? Keep the Passover. Get rid of the sin out of our life. Because that little sin you do going to spread and make everything bad. Let's go to Revelation 5 to show y'all to, 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 to come back to Trinity. That's a lie. And also to show y'all uh, who, who uh, this Passover lamb again. Revelation, begin, Revelation 5, beginning at, beginning at verse 1. Revelation 5. Okay, okay. Let me play. Uh, beginning at verse 1. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within on the backside sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaim with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the books, excuse me, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. That's the question. And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. Right? And I wept much. He, he started crying. John started crying because, ooh, it looked bad. <laughs> you know I'm saying? And I wept much. <laughs> you know why? 
Because he, he, he wasn't no hope. From his point of view. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. Nobody found ready to look, man, boy. Y'all better picture this. This Mashiach himself. This the man. You better. This this is this ain't no church. Y'all playing doggone and Sunday school and primitive back back all that. You ain't trying to be all. This is real life. And we we is playing trying to have church. Man, y'all crazy, acting like that. Foolish people playing with y'all and his word. Man, like I said, man, you gonna die one day and you gotta stand before him. You better man be careful. And be trying to do what's right from your point of view. Y'all to help you. Because don't mislead them on purpose. Because you, whoa. You know what I'm talking about? Look here. Yes. Um, and, and one of the elders said unto me, it's old, it's old somebody, old, old spirit, old somebody. He's an old elder in the Shemayim. He's been there for a long time with y'all. <laughs> with the understanding and wisdom. Came to the young man that was having the vision. You know what I'm saying? And gave him comfort in his heart. We don't like listen to our elders though. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, that's Yahushua, the root of David, that's Yahushua, have prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And look here, y'all. Here's our peace out. And I beheld and lo, and this right here also lets you know ain't no trinity. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elder, in the middle of everybody, in the middle of y'all, in the middle of the four beasts, and in the middle of the elders, stood a lamb, stood a lamb as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of Elohim, Sent forth into all the earth. If anybody can tell me the seven spirits of Yah, I would just, we just we, 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 we do one here. I ain't gonna tell you where they at, but I you can find it. Tell me where it's at. Uh, Isaiah 11. 11 to 1. That's that, say less. Get it right. Isaiah 11. <laughs> um, uh, the spirit of Elohim sent forth in the earth, and this is this, this lamb, y'all, and he came and took the book out of the Hagruvah, out of the right hand. Of him that sat up on the throne. Okay, said so you beat him. She said, you jump on there, but you see something. And he and he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat, huh? They're coming up. Uh, they sat, sat up on the throne. You can jump on that too. One. They sat up on the throne. And when he had taken the book, the, the four and twenty beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb. Yahushua, the, the Mashiach, having every one of them harps and golden veils, vows full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Look here. And, and, and they sung a new, Yah and Yahushua now to them both, not to the Trinity. It's, it, they both was there. And they sung a new song saying, saying, thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou was slain. And has redeemed us to Elohim, as the Lamb redeems us back to Yah, by Thy blood, out of every kindred and every tongue and every people and every nation, and has made us unto our mighty one kings and priests. 
Kohanim. According to Esther, y'all say he's going to build a kingdom of Kohanim to him. And we shall reign on well. The earth, because of the blood he resurrected. They've been lying to y'all these years. Because you don't supposed to have been reading Revelations and some of y'all haven't either. How much you believe in eschatology in your deep, but you're skipping that part, I believe in the Trinity. I can't understand that because I just read it to you myself out of my own, my own eyes. Look here. If Mashiach is y'all, then who was on the throne when y'all died with the hell? Because the throne, that means the throne was vacated. Anybody could have got on it. And y'all does not vacate the throne, baby. He always reigned on the throne. We do the service for y'all. Man, but we don't pay attention to that. So that proves that that, that lamb that we're reading about in Numbers 9 is Yahushua. And we are to celebrate it and keep the peace up in remembrance of not just now, y'all break us out of Misraim, but also Mashiach redeeming us from the power of sin. Redeeming us from, 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 from living wrong. And we are to keep this Passover in its season. And look, and, and, and look at something else. Then I'm get questions on verse three. Then we get later battle in Malachi. In the fourteenth day of this month at evening, you shall keep it, keep it in his appointed season, according to all the rights of it, according to all the what rights, kuchar, the, uh, the 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 manner, the, the meaning of it, or the the manner of it, the statue of it, according as how Yah commands us to teach it. Not having no shank bone, sitting up with a boiled egg, waiting on Elijah with a Jewish ceremony, making four cups of wine. No, that ain't what the Bible say. But that's what Jewish folks say, and your Christian folks who say you're in the truth right now, follow the Jewish ways. Because you don't read your Bible to see how y'all say to really do it. You know, uh, but just go to Exodus 12 and, and read it. Go to Leviticus, you know what I'm trying to say, till you're 23 and read it. You know, and now numbers. So anyway, so uh, 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 according to all the rites of it and according to all the ceremonies thereof, shall you keep it. And Moses spake unto the children of Israel that they should keep the Passover. They shall keep the Passover. Shall you will saw, shall you do. You should do it, accomplish it. You should, you, you should bring it forth. You should do the Passover. Like y'all says, and while you're doing it, you need to defend it. Shamar. Oh, oh, my bad. Oh, y'all. You should the same word. You should do it. And while you get the Passover, you should keep it to Passover. That they should keep it, do it. This is command. This, 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 this is not asking, you know, uh, he, he, he ain't say, he ain't say, um, ask them to do it, that they should keep it. So forgive y'all for that word. It's the wrong word. I thought it was, I thought it was Shema, but it's it, it actually the word I saw. Okay, Lady Battle. Uh, oh, there were two uh, thoughts that I had uh, when we were reading uh, Corinthians in reference to uh, the issue Paul was dealing with and what they had allowed to just be. And he came to address it. In fact, he wrote him a letter. My thought was you find a lot of people, and it's come up a couple of times. A lot of people love to lean on Paul saying it's better to marry than to burn, right? Right. They want you get married, right? So you can do this thing, right? But when we set apart temples for Yah, 
Did Yahusha just choose his bride? No. Or did y'all choose it for him? Y'all chose it for him. From the beginning. Yeah. And we, and I think we, uh, and it was all centered around fornication. Why he dealt with this issue, even though it's under an umbrella of plethora of things, what is considered fornication. Mm -hmm. Most people say sex without marriage. But spiritually, we do it all the time. We people do it all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, I have to recall David, David and Bathsheba. When we look at the Psalms, when we look at how uh, David repented, when we look how Yahusha addresses it, the sin is committed in the mind. When it's already done in you, your members uh, decide to follow. Right. I think it's James or Second uh, Timothy, or maybe James, that speaks about sin. When we give over unto, unto sin, and it is full-blown, that sin, once the deed is done, produces death. And just because you, you choose somebody that you want to get married to, and I've heard it a lot, sex before marriage is wrong, and you keep asking that same question, no, you need to get delivered in your mind because you're going to continue to sin. Fornication is better to marry than to burn. Well, you're going to get somebody that's going to beat the hell out of you. Somebody that'll send you straight to hell because you're going to be end up making league and covenant with they hell. Mm. Do you know them? And so when I, I'm, I'm thinking on all these facets of how we literally uh, do things that are perverse before y'all, but we use scripture to justify it. Right. You can't justify that. Right. He that finds a wife finds a good thing in favor with y'all who are. Right. So it, it it implies strongly that a wife is found of that husband, but that husband has been prepared, preparing both of them, that that league and that covenant be a, a union of purity. Mm -hmm. Secondly, when you were speaking on the book of Revelation, um, and I, uh, I think it's like a rock, a reigning would be the uh, Greek word for lamb. Mm to justify who Yahushua is when it's the the, uh, the lion of the tribe of Judah and then it specifically says the root of David, the lamb. Uh, the, the word lamb, the root word will be uh, Arayan, if I'm saying pronouncing it right, which means a female lamb, a, a male lamb, which you can reference in specifically uh, Luke 10 and 3 which shows Yahushua met all the qualifications to say that uh, no, there isn't a trinity, but Yah had him ordained from the foundation of the world to do the work. Right. And he prepared him then. Right. So, you know, uh, there's no contradiction when we look at it, even when they want to misconstrue Paul's teaching um, and, and shout that loud from the rooftop. And even in the woke community, and this is why I said what I said, is because you find a lot of people <clears throat> bickering about the fact that Yahusha was more than just a prophet. Right. Even if you find it in Christianity, you find it in just about all these divisions and religions, but even being woke, there was nobody who could do what Yahusha did. But, right. him. but him, right. And so I just wanted to admit, you know, there are just is there's a Greek word there too that we reference and a base word. They they both mean lamb, and specifically in Luke 10 and 3, it's a it's a male lamb. Mm -hmm. And when you read it within context, that also will steer you back to looking at who Yahusha is. Right. Was 
and is to come. Right. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. That's good. Go, go ahead, Malachi. Um, I was about to ask a question to get some clarification on what you're saying. Um, as far as them keeping it at the second point. So it says that if for reason of being defiled, that they should keep it in the second month on the 14th day, you know, but if you forbeared for any reason other than something like that, you should be cut off because you gave not your um, sacrifice in its appointed time. So you're saying that that has a direct connection to Yahusha. Uh no not 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 to, uh the second month I haven't got to that yet. Well, not the second month, but just not giving your feast or your your sacrifice in time. No, I'm saying that who who is our Passover lamb, and we ought to keep the Passover. You know, it's a command, and um and and that's that's dealing with Yahusha in his appointed season, um. But I haven't gotten to the I haven't gotten to the second month. But what now repeat the question again? So just in, in, in any case where somebody just doesn't keep it when they should, um, I was asking, you're saying that them missing that is missing their opportunity to keep that feast to Yahushua since he is the Passover one. It's much bigger than what's happening at that moment. This stretches all the way even down to revelations. Right, it, it, it's yeah, it's, it's it's much bigger than what they're making out of it. You know what I'm saying? We 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 we're, we're, we're commanded to to keep this feast in the appointed time that Yah will have us to do it, and not in the time that we deem that we should do it in them time. You know what I'm saying? A lot of folks say, "Well, I'm gonna do it in my time. Why well, skip it this time? Well, I ain't got time." And they, and, they, and they use, "Well, I'm, I'm busy, or I got this going on, or I don't have this right here and that," and so they have an excuse, and so they do it in the second month. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's not that's that's wrong, completely wrong. Uh, and when we do not do it in the appointed time that Yah commands us to do it, then it's it's it's, it's wrong. It's a sin. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's not doing what Yah says to do. You know, um, Yah commands us to keep to keep the peace out uh, of the Passover on the fourteenth day of the first month at evening. You know what I'm saying? That's how we're supposed to do that, and it's that's perpetual. You know, he he never did change it. Men changed, you know. So now, so since you asked that question, we're gonna go ahead and what what what, what, what you say segue into that. Hmm. I was about to say you're gonna show them yeah. in there what what was really being said right. to them, right? Because we have a misunderstanding. A lot of people do. Yeah, he wasn't giving them a second he, yeah. option. No, y'all wasn't giving y'all was not giving them a second option. So let's look at this, and they kept the Passover. On the 14th day of the first month at evening, in the wilderness of Sinai, according to all that Yah commanded Moses, so did the children of Israel. They did what Yah said. They kept the Passover. But here it is. Look here. And there were certain men who were defiled by a dead body of a man. So they may have been burying somebody. Somebody had passed away. And they had to go, you know what I'm saying, take care of that. And they, so they're, they're unclean. And they haven't had time to, to do the ritual, right? To, to, to get themselves clean, according to Leviticus. Um, find in Leviticus for me, uh, Malachi about the dead, about not, 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 not touching the dead body and, and, and all that, what to do when you touch it. This is, uh, and, and, and there were certain men who were defiled by the dead body of a man. 
they were defiled, right? That they could not keep the Passover on that day. And they came to Mo and they came before Moses and Aharon on that day. So they came to Moses on, and Aaron on that day because they couldn't keep the Passover. It's not, it's, it's not that they didn't want to, it's not that they weren't trying to, they couldn't. Why? Because, because they were defiled by a dead man. And, th and, and those men said unto him, We are defiled by the dead body of a man. Wherefore are we kept back that we may not offer an offering? Of, of Yah in his appointed season among the children of Israel. So let's look at something. Let's go to Leviticus 5. Thank you, Malachi. Is, is Malachi, this, this, this is this about a dead body? It is about you touching it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five and three. And verse three. Mm -hmm. Well, this this had an uncleanness of a man. We talking about a dead body. Yeah, one second, sorry. Right, we'll find it. Come on, come on, everybody on here, let's find it. Everybody, well, I taught y'all in Leviticus. What happened to everybody that, that be on the tour class with me on, on Shabbat? Nobody don't know. Huh? I think it's Leviticus five. Leviticus five and what? I want to say starting at verse two, but I'm still looking. If you want to check that, I looked at it. Okay, so I. I say numbers Number 19. 19. Yeah, but we're going to go to Leviticus. Oh, you want. <laughs> Leviticus 21, 1 through 7. Thank you. I know you're going to hit number nine. I'm just going to hit number 19. Mm -hmm. Leviticus 21. Yeah. 19, numbers yeah. 19, 11, 12. Oh, uh, where, where it says it, like anybody touching a dead body? So Leviticus 21. That chapter is for the priests. Okay. Well, it's, 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 it, it, well, we can go, we can go, we can go to Vickers 19 as well, uh, but we're going to go to Vickers 21 first because uh, my reason for going to Vickers 21 first because we haven't, haven't got the numbers 19 yet. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to show you um, not just necessarily the priest, but the rituals. Okay. So now, so now you got somebody that died, that did, that did, that did, that did. Boom. 2111. Huh? It, it, it can be the, the priest and overall. We just want to the dead, dead, dead body. So let, let me see. Are there are there certain things you gotta do in order for you to come back out of touching the dead body? Absolutely. Right. 
So what do you got to do? You have to wash yourself and go be seen by the priest. So where's that at? I'm, I don't know why I can't find it. <laughs> I know I didn't read it before. Okay. I know how to touch out. Numbers 21-1, it gives you the, the, the Leviticus. Base. I mean, Leviticus 21-1, it gives you the basic, uh, the latter part, B. Right. And then two goes into, if it be which king. Right. So, and Yahweh speak unto Moses, speak unto the priest, the sons of Aaron, and say unto them, there shall none be defiled for the dead among his people. So, they touched the dead body, they was defiled. So, after they touch a dead body and they, they defiled him and did the funeral and buried him, can they just go and just pick up something to eat and just start doing the Passover? No, what's that? It's, it's, it's something, it's something that they, that they have to, um, they have to do then, right? Okay, so it's something they have to do. Let's go, let, let, let's go to, um, we go to Numbers 19, if y'all allow. Let's go to Numbers 19. Thank you, Lady Bath, for that. So Numbers 19, let's look at it. Um, numbers 19, I'll begin at verse 13. Numbers 19, 13. We'll look at it in a second, too. Number 19, 13. Let me try to get on there. Oh, hold on, wait a minute. What's that numbers? What's that numbers or? Leviticus 1913. Leviticus 19 starting at verse 11. Right. Let me look at Leviticus 1913 right Numbers 19, 13 says, Whosoever toucheth the dead body of any man that is dead and purified not himself, defiled the tabernacle of, the, of Yahuwah, and their soul shall be cut off from Israel because the water of separation was not sprinkled upon him, he shall be unclean, his uncleanness upon him. Now, this is the same thing in Leviticus. So when they came to uh, Moses, they couldn't touch a dead body because they hadn't been clean yet. And they got to go through the purity of separation. So they can't do it tomorrow, but they got to wait a certain amount of time. So they got to do it the next month. Um, so let's look at it. Numbers 19, okay, Malachi, Numbers 19 and 14 says, This is the law when a man die up in the tent, all that cometh into the, into the tent and all that is in the tent shall be unclean for seven days. So they would have went and did the Passover. They would have made everybody unclean, huh? And every open vessel which cometh which have no covering bound upon it is unclean. So first of all, someone that touches an unclean body or been around an unclean body, they are unclean for seven days. Let's go to Deuteronomy 14 and 8. Deuteronomy 14, beginning at verse 8, says what? It says, uh, and the swine, because they divide the hoof, uh, Yet chew of not the cud, it is unclean unto you. You shall eat of their flesh, nor touch their dead carcass. That's the dead carcass of the swine. But it's a dead body. Uh, so, 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 so the thing is, for them to come to, for, so, so, so when Moses, so when Moses obeyed Yah 
as far as uh, having Israel to keep um, uh, they can ask questions, Malachi. So, so, so for Moses, uh, oh, telling tell them, okay, y'all, y'all says to keep the Passover in the first month, in the fourteenth day of the first month, right? And that, and it's appointed season. So when he tells them this, and he commanded, he commands them to keep the Passover. Well, while 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 Passover is coming, somebody died. So now they just can't leave the body there. They're just being dead. Just you can't just leave it, you know, uh, in the house, or on top of the ground. You got to prepare. You got to do something, or else it's gonna start stinking, right? Um, it might start attracting uh, rodents, rats. Might start eating the body, worms, bugs, anything. So you you get to do something. And you gotta get it out of whatever it's in because things are unclean. So it's it's some things that has to be done. So now, so now while while they have to do this Passover on the 14th day of the first month, now you have people coming, and there were certain men who were defiled by the dead by the by the dead body of a man. So they can't keep the Passover. So now when they go to Yah and they ask Yah, most of well, I tell y'all, well, stay here, let me go pray. And we're gonna obey what Yah says. And what Moses says. He says, he's, he, um, and, and the man said unto him, we are defiled by the dead body of a man, wherefore we are kept back. Why? Because they're unclean. Because they got to be, they, 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 they're unclean for seven days. And they got to follow the commands of Yah in order to be clean, in order to keep the peace out. So they're not, they're not, not keeping Passover on any thought of their own. They're not, not keeping Passover on, on, on just their own mindset and decision where I ain't going to keep the Passover this month. I got something I got to do. I got to work this time or it ain't going to work out, but I can work next. I can be off next time, you know, or I ain't got time out. They are not able to keep the Passover because of death, because somebody passed away. So now we got to figure out how to do it. Yes, ma'am. Uh, also, because we're on it, this is a big to-do in a lot of groups and chats. I'm no longer really a part of them because uh, I have a better, I've learned better. You cannot, there are just times where you just can't be a part of every group and every table. Right. Uh, but this was a big to-do in a women's group that uh, their husbands, uh, in reference to bringing offering, them being unclean, considering a woman's uh, nada or her time of separation from childbirth right? and how to weigh that and all that kept being thrown in that group where we got two Passovers that we're able <laughs> to do. I'm just doing the second ones. And I, I, I posed a question two years ago. Uh, I said, now we can't just do, how is it that you think you can do what you want to do? And these scriptures came up and I think I asked you then. And, um, Last year, it was also asked, this is a completely different situation Sorry, that we true. have going on. This is a completely different situation that we have going on, but it, it would be a, a good foundation to start on and to uh, follow the pattern. Because these, this was not like a preference. Right. 
This is not something that you can just preference to do it this way. This is something they had to have approval for. And, and the reason behind it justified them doing it later. Right. Because you cannot, there's a point in time during their separation, and I think which is good if you get time and you want to, to considering um, when I when I find the the, the chapter, I'll, I'll bring it back up to you. Um, or the verse I was looking at this uh, the time of separation of being unclean, which even in today's time we don't consider, and it's kind of just. You know, I'm not gonna strike you down because we don't have a temple. Right. However, when it comes to his feast, we have clear and concise instruction right. and a pattern that's been given to us because these men were made unclean due to death. Right. And we gotta remember now the Passover ain't gotta do the temple. Right. They were unclean to the temple. They was unclean because they touched they, they, they touch the dead body. Right. You do the Passover in your home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I still don't believe that Yahweh cast the woman away for being on the cycle and celebrating the feast or acknowledging him. It, in, in, in general, in this case, they had a death and y'all understood that a way was still made for them to become right. Yeah, you, 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 can, you, you can keep the Passover on your cycle because the Bible don't say you can't. You know what I'm saying? And remember, you're unclean now. They could not go into the temple. You know what I'm saying? Imagine all them millions of folks in Israel on the Passover, the first or the second one. You don't know who was on this cycle. It was a whole lot of folk. You don't know who just had no baby or none of that stuff. But guess what? They always keep the Passover because Passover has to do with your salvation. But when somebody tells you about not keeping the Passover because your cycle, they, it ain't scripture. <laughs> they out of order and they're wrong. There's no way in the Bible that says that. And, um, and to add to what you're, Michaela, on that. add to what you're saying, that is why I brought it up. Right. Because yeah. you can keep the Passover in your home. You can. This was not about the Nadab. Right. This was not about the 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 you know the things that's put out there to keep women kind of uh, controlled. Right. right. But even within Leviticus, there is an order. A single woman who had representation would get with a smaller family. And that man of that house, once they agreed on how to contribute for the offering, you he would represent in her stead, just like the husband would for the wife. Right. Y'all always made a way of escape for his right. people. Right. We just have to accept it. Right. Read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and those men, so, so they say, well, okay, wait, okay, y'all, well, we, 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 we didn't touch a dead body. So yeah. verse 8 says this, that Moses said to them, stand still and I will hear. What y'all will command, so I'm gonna obey what y'all say to you. Shema, I'm gonna listen to intelligence, I'm gonna pay attention to what y'all saying, and we're gonna obey what y'all is saying. So, this is something that y'all see. I see you, Malachi. This is something that y'all see. And Moses said, Until them stand still, and I will hear what y'all will command concerning you. This is commandment. This is how y'all set it up. And y'all says, and y'all speak unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, if any man of you or of your posterity, anybody of you or of your age, of your time, of your generation, of your dwelling that's, that's, that's with you, shall be unclean 
by reason of a dead body or so okay so y'all y'all brings the journey up so let's say they're unclean by reason of a dead body or being a journey of far off that means you too far away you can't make it in time not that you ain't trying to make it in time it's just that you just come from so far that you that you late getting there or you're not gonna be able to make it on time you know what i'm saying um or not, not you, not you deciding. Well, you know it's too far. No, because you can leave ahead of time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not you deciding in your mind. Well, it's too far this time, and I ain't gonna do it, y'all. Cause we ain't gonna have the time. I gotta work on this day. I gotta. I ain't gonna be able to get off until then. Or you know, I gotta do this right here and then. I got this done. I ain't gonna be able to make it. That ain't what he's saying. They're saying while you are in the journey, and you still are far off, and you ain't making on time. That's what they're saying. So it says, um, it says, uh, shall be unclean by reason of a dead body or real life situation where you can't make it right. Um, or be in a journey far off, yet he shall keep the Passover to Yah. The 14th day of the second month at evening, they shall keep it and eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. So that, that means that, that, that it, he ain't saying keep the unleavened bread the, the second month, the peace out, because you still are required not to eat leaven and keep that feast in the first month. So it's the peace out, it's the eating of the Passover that that that's, that that he's talking about. So 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 um so nobody has an excuse. That I've seen folk, you know, what I'm saying uh, that does that, uh, that, that, that 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 would keep the Passover in the second month. You know, what I'm saying now now granted. A lot, a, a lot of people who I have seen uh, do that just don't know, didn't know no better, and they were just saying something that they heard because because when you read the Bible, the Bible clearly gives you the exact way to do it with no uh, excuses whatsoever. So go ahead, Malachi, with, with, with your question and comment. I was gonna say, I I keep seeing a lot of stuff with Moses. Yeah, I said that Moses was one of the meekest men on the earth, or was the meekest man on the earth, and I. Um, you know, you can kind of look at now that we have read a lot more of the Torah and going closer to the New Testament, you can see how everybody else acts. You can see that Moses sees himself kind of like a son. Right. They come to him. Who else do we see in the scripture immediately just go to Yah? You don't ever see that nowhere else. He just immediately said, oh, OK, you asked me a question. Let me go to Yah about this. And then Yah told him what to say. And Moses went back and, and did what was said. So I think you can really see the, the servant part and the humility. Because even through like David and other situations, all, we've seen other people pray, but I don't think we've seen the same thing like Moses other than Yahushua in that sense of we need to get something done or this is happening. Um, let me go ask Yah first. And so I think right. that's a good example. And I can see how meek Moses was and much of a servant he was. Right. Praise y'all. It's good. Anybody, anybody else got any questions or comments? Okay, so let's go on then. So now, so so now, so we 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 we're, we're squared away. We are to keep the Passover, and this is a commandment. Now, 
I want to look, let's go look up the verse one real quick. Let's, look, let's get this understanding on, on something. Look at verse one. And y'all spake unto Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year. Thank you. We're going, we're going to read Leviticus 5. Thank you, Leviticus. In the first month of the second year, after they would come out of the land of Egypt. So this is this 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 is reiterate to let them understand. This is what I want you to do. Let the children of Israel also keep the Passover at His appointed season. And let me say this: the Passover is not uh, has nothing to do with you keeping it, whether you got a temple or not, or a tabernacle or not. The Passover was made before they ever had a tabernacle. Uh, yes, before they ever before there was ever a tabernacle, before there was ever any kind of mention of a tabernacle, they had the Passover in Egypt. And then they also had the Passover in the wilderness. And they had the Passover in the wilderness for 40 years before they came into hmm. uh, the promised land. And also when the Most High brought them into the promised land, they kept the Passover when they came into the promised land. They came, let me show you. When when they, when they when they crossed over into the, when, they, when they crossed over into the uh into and in, in, into the promised land, it was a Passover, the feast, um, during the feast, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let me see, try to find that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I was, I was teaching, I was learning this in Joshua. They, they they kept the Passover in, uh, in, 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 when they came into the promised land as well. Uh, yeah, somebody can be find it, find it before we can read it. When they, when they when they when they crossed over during the feast in Joshua into the promised land. Um, so the Passover the Passover is a uh, is significant, y'all. It's, it's it's not something that find it for me, Kayla, Let me know. Let me know. We we'll, we'll read it. So it's 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 not something that uh. That we just do the Passover is, is not a Jewish feast. It's not just okay. This this is the feast of the Jews. No, the Bible says these are the feast of Yah. So this is Yah's feast. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't, don't believe the hype, y'all. Uh, you ask them in Judaism who's the first Jew? They're gonna tell you Abraham. Y'all know that's a lie. <laughs> Judah is, is, is Judah. Judah was Abraham's grandson. You know what I'm saying? So no, Judah's Abraham's great grandson. So the first Jew, Judah, was Jew, uh, Judah. You know what I'm The first Hebrew was Abraham. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to Joshua 10. Thank you. Let's go to Joshua 5 and 10. Okay, so Joshua 5. Let's go to Joshua 5. Thank y'all. Joshua 5. Verse 10. The first Passover. Y'all see that? They brought them out of the promised land. They brought them out of the promised land, out of Egypt, Passover, a living bread. And when they crossed over into the promised land, they brought them over on Passover. And the children of Israel and kept in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day. Uh, well, they brought them over in the first month of Abib to the considerate Passover in the first month. Um, they kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at evening in the plains of Jericho. 
and they did eat old corn of the land on the morrow after the Passover. Unleavened cakes and parched corn in the self same day. So guess what? He brought them out on Passover and took them to the, they go into the promised land on the feast. The feast days are very significant. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, think about that. If we know these feast days are significant like that, then why wouldn't the adversary try to attack and get us off and begin to do things, you know what I'm saying, different? And he, he, he can only get over on, you know, uh, the ignorant. Like, like, like Mashiach said, if it's at all possible, even the very elite will be deceived. The only way the elite will be deceived is the elite don't know the word of Yah. They have no relationship. We be so fleshly minded, we don't hear the things saying that we're, that we're hearing. When Mashiach is saying this, he said, my sheep know my voice. And a stranger, they would not follow us. And when they, people ask, well, how we hear the voice of Yah? Then you're trying to hear. Then you're trying to listen to this small voice. But that ain't how Yah speaks to you. That ain't what the Bible says Yah speaks to you. But how, how would the sheep of Yah, Yahushua sheep, be able to discern his voice? By the word of Yah. By knowing what the Torah says. By knowing what the prophet says. By knowing what the writings say. So now when you've read it, you've been in it, you're seeking Yah going through his word. Now, a stranger you won't follow. Now can't anybody come tell you nothing different because you know what the Bible say. Even being a prophet, let me explain something to you. The, the prophet of 1 Kings 13, y'all gave him specific, specific instructions, but yet he allowed someone else, a prophet. See, you, yo, it, 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 it's like me and my wife. I'm married to my wife. I'm, this, is a, this, this is a perfect example. Because I can do John and, uh, excuse me, uh, Zechariah and Elizabeth through this. Me and my wife, that's my wife. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I'm the head of the house. You know? And she has to follow me. But it don't mean that we walk, we walk together. It don't mean that y'all can't speak to her and y'all don't speak to her. You know what I'm saying? If, I, if she my wife and I'm telling her, well, woman, you Look here, I'm the here, I'm the priest of the home. You need to go look here. I need you to go to the stove. <laughs> yeah, I know it's the Sabbath, but you better get to the stove and buy me some, some chicken. You better go to that store buy some chicken. And I want you to come here and I want you to cook it. I own Shabbat. If she tell me, well, baby, that's the Bible, you know, no, nah, she I, I can't do that. You know, that don't make her out of order. That don't make her sin. She has enough relationship with y'all herself to know that even though I'm her husband, even though she loves me, even though she, 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 her desires to be toward me and I shall rule over her, so I'm her head, she still knows y'all enough to herself to not allow me to cause her to sin. So if, so if my wife sin because of me, that's, she can't blame that. She, she should know better as well. It's the same thing when it comes to us. People can tell us anything, but you need to know Yah for yourself, and you need to know the word of Yah for yourself. That even though you love me and care about me and get the googly eyes concerning me, you should you still should not allow me to cause you to sin. That's husband and wife. That's siblings. That's that 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 that's uh, parents or children. Whatever. We should all know Yah's word for ourselves individually. That when someone is coming telling us something different than what Yah's words say, we shouldn't follow it. That's my sheep knowing my voice, and a stranger they wouldn't follow.
what's the spirit behind the voice? How can you understand it's a different spirit behind that voice speaking to you if you don't know what Yah's words say? That's the truth. I'm just being real with you. I'm, I'm, I, I, I stand on this flat-footed. You, I, you cannot have true faith in Yah if you don't read Yah's Torah. Yeah, for yourself. You can be growing in your faith and y'all give every man to measure of faith. And you got a faith as a grain of a mustard seed, mm -hmm. but you can't even obtain faith without hearing. Faith comes from what? Hearing. Hearing the word of Yah. So how do you even have faith that you'll never know? I can come tell you, y'all like the Bible say, you know what I'm saying? No, we running. Nine, nine and a half won't do. Yes, ho! Hallelujah. Don't, don't run it. Trying to reach 100 because and here you is quoting, quoting to whoever wrote that song thinking it's the word of Yah and you still living defeated in your life. So it's, it's, it's important, you know what I'm saying, for you individual, you know what I'm saying, to to uh, to, uh, to, 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 to to keep Yah's word and to know Yah for your own individual self. It's man later, man. Anybody else have any comments or questions uh, or concerns before I go to the Okay, nobody have any more questions. Okay, uh, Lady Bow. I was just gonna say, um, oh, even with that, just to bring, I, I guess, just more clarification, maybe some insight to something. Uh, maybe you haven't seen this before, but even in the Book of Genesis, uh, the issue with Cain and Abel came up because of the tribute offering they presented. Mm -hmm. So obviously. From the Shamaim, there was always some type of tribute feast that y'all had in place in the in the Shamaim that he gave. They were doing to Noah. Him for did here. Yeah, that he gave to Noah, and then he taught, and they implemented even after being um, preserved because it was the offering that was rejected and received as well as the individuals. So, right. what were they presenting offering for? Right. What were they going up for? So the scriptures, it, when we take the time to truly study, to show ourselves approved, mm. to rightly divide the word of truth, right. we would not be ashamed. Right. Even though I said it in a in that order, it makes us unashamed because we're able to go back and find, okay, yeah, this is why Yahusha says that great is the uh, the one in the Shamaim or greater is this servant when they hear these sayings of mine and do, do them and teach others to do so right because he's repeating what's already been said right so the offerings you can see the great in the eyes of Yah. yeah, yeah the greater is that servant in right. the mm -hmm. because what's done in the shamayim has been permitted here it's just Lost his way, but y'all right. always y'all has always had a remedy. Right, and that, and, and that, so I'm glad you that. said that because that, that don't mean when she said that that that, that great in the Shamayim, that means you're great. That means that heaven sees you great. That don't mean you're going to heaven. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm saying like at least in the kingdom, <laughs> don't mean you're gonna be the last one in the kingdom. That means you're not going into the kingdom. The kingdom sees you as being just the least. Cause they see you, they got their eyes on you. But this right here is one the um the the the, the verse. Thank you, Lady Battle. The verse I was bringing out of Leviticus 5 and 2 says, uh, or if a soul touch any unclean pain, whether it be a carcass of an unclean beast or a carcass of unclean cattle or the carcass of, of unclean creepy things, and if it be hidden from him, he shall also be unclean and guilty. Anything dead, a beast, an animal, 
you know what I'm saying? Anything. So so they couldn't take that they, they could not touch that. Now uh what we at? Back on number nine. So that's that, that's heavy, huh? So 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 the Passover, you all, is significant. Now Isaiah, Isaiah, what 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 what's the day's date uh in the Hebrew calendar? It's the fourth month. 27th day of the fourth month. What day? 27th day. It's a 27th day of the fourth month. Now, how do we get that, y'all? Because, again, you, 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 keep, you keep the feast with the sun, the moon, and the stars according to, according to Genesis. You, you just don't use the moon by itself. You're going to be off according to the because about 15 days, according to our Jubilee, about 15 days. But it ain't just it ain't just the moon that you can't that kind of feast with. If you use just the moon by yourself, you're completely wrong and you're not even following scripture. The Bible says this. It says, Elohim said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. Let there be, let there be lights, lights, lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them, the lights in the sky, let them be for what? Signs, and for seasons, and for days, and for years, right? That's what those signs are for. So y'all come to Moses in Exodus 12, and he tells him, this month shall be the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Now, this right here is spring, mm -hmm. the month of a bee. So spring is a new year according to Yah, not January. Mm -hmm. You saying? So the first new moon after spring is the moon, it's the first, it's the first day of the month. And you are to count down from that new moon 14 days. So you ain't got to get a refiner's fire calendar. The first new moon of the first month of the year, you can begin to count. And you can count every day. And that's how you can count for the feast. And you ain't got to go to no calendar. You ain't got to go to nobody else's uh, stuff. Yah himself just said in the Bible, the, 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 first, new, the first new moon is beginning of the month. It shall be the first month of the year. That's how you count for the feast. That's how we count for the feast. And it lines right on up, y'all. And you keep these feasts. So on, on, on this Passover, you can start from that day. You can keep Passover. You can keep unleavened bread. You can count down the Shavuot. You, you, you can count down every, it don't matter whether they're in the slither, the moment after the Shabbat. You count down and you have these months. And you can see in the seventh month on this day when to keep this feast. And then you can know what Shabbat to begin to count Shavuot from. Because you, you, you'll still have your months in order. But everybody wanted to debate because they're being deep. But it's not, it, it ain't deep, y'all. Like, like, like we try to make it. Just read your Bible and pray, y'all. I just explained that clear as day. And I know that it's not confusion. And that's how we did it. That's how we do all of our stuff. Even the new moons and everything. We just pray and y'all shows you in the Bible because y'all promises in Jeremiah 31, 31 by this renewed covenant, we shall be taught of Elohim. That's the word of Yah. That's the word of the Most High Yah. Read it for yourself. That's the all, that's the all, about 40 of, of y'all that listen to me, right? Whether on Zoom, YouTube, or in person, that's all 40 of y'all 
that's what this is about. You know what I'm saying? Or about 30 something anyway, 20 something, whatever. Um, so now that's how you keep the feast. And the feast of Passover is very important. So y'all, this, this this keeping the Passover in the second month because you choose, stop it. Hmm. Passover is supposed to be done on the 14th day of the first month at evening. And then we keep unleavened bread. And then if you have to do Passover in the second month, it's by a reason of a dead body, being defiled by a dead body, you've been unclean or your journey is too far, according to numbers. Any other reason to do Passover is simply just uncivilized and the disobedience. And if you don't follow Yah's commands, like he says, he said we'll be cut off among our people. So it's very important that we do it how Yah says to do it and not let people deceive us because they sound like they're intelligent or they sound smart. You know what I'm saying? Because you can be deceived like that. Let's pay attention to what the Bible says. I'm going to show y'all something else. Okay, Matt Clay. Uh, let me show y'all something else. When you don't keep uh, Yah's commands, when you don't keep Yah's feasts, Yah punishes you. It's, it's, it's sin. Why would, we want, why, why, why would we want to try to do something on our own that Yah don't say, that Yah says not to do? We'd be, we'd be so much debating on I heard somebody tell me other day, well, you know what he said? He said, um, I said, do me a favor. Fine and do the remedy. Begin the maybe like 29th chapter on through where it says how Yah is merciful, even in the land. You know what I'm saying? That we, how, he, how we repent, how he'll turn to us, how we how he'll turn, uh, he'll forgive us. And Malachi, you find that in Leviticus. I think it's Leviticus 26 or Leviticus 27 says some of the same thing of us coming to accountability. So I can show y'all something. Because we got people who always say, uh, thank y'all, son. Let me know y'all get that, please. We got people who always say, well, you know, in the end times, it says that that that, um, that, that, that we're going to do the feast wrong and nobody's going to do the feast right. It does say that, but it says that why? It says that because of our disobedience, us not loving y'all. But it also says that Yah is merciful and we repent when we are, that he'll give it back to us and he'll line us up. So so, so it, the ones who don't know and debate, they're just simply still disobedient. Mm -hmm. But you would never know that if you don't read because you don't know what they're telling you. Deuteronomy 30 and 1. Thank you, Isaiah. Deuteronomy 30, begin, begin at verse 1. Thank you. And it shall come to pass when all these things that come upon thee, the blessing and the curse which I have set before thee, thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations for the Yahuwah have driven thee. The blessings, the blessings, you're going to call them out the blessings of being obedient in, uh, in the diaspora and disobedient. And shall repent, shall shall what? Shub, repent, turn back unto Yah, your, your mighty one, and shall obey his voice according to all that I command thee this day. Thou and thy children with all thy heart and with all, and with all thy soul, that then Yah, thy mighty one, will turn thy captivity and have compassion on thee. And we return and gather thee from the nations where I where I, um y'all have scattered thee. This is him bringing us back, back, back to the land as well. Thank you, Isaiah. Also, it's on here. We're here. High here. High here. That's a big 26, 27. Thank you, Isaiah. Little 26, 27. I think maybe 27. Maybe 26. Maybe 26. Let's look at it. Right, boom, I will respect, boom, you shall eat old store. I said my tabernacle, my show, okay. Uh, 
2640. Let's read it. This, this, this right here, you all, is us in the diaspora. With the commands of y'all, the Passover, the feast, all that stuff. It's us in the diaspora. Let, let's look at this. Leviticus 26, beginning at verse 40. If they shall confess their iniquity, their wrongdoings, their perverseness, their avon, their perversity, their faults, their wrong, their punishment, the sin that we've done wrong, and their iniquity of their fathers, our forefathers who sinned. Y'all, our people, slave days, Yahushua's day, Joshua's day, Moses' day, those are our fathers. We are to confess their sins. Y'all, that was wrong. Um, and we repented that as well and turned from the beginning to walk different. If they shall confess their iniquity of the, and the iniquity of their fathers, even our people of today's time, our grandparents, people who live in sin, don't want to live right, turn from their stuff. I don't care about no, 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 no religion, no Christianity. Turn from it. Leave Christianity. Leave Islam. Leave religion. Turn from that stuff. Stop doing these vile, wicked religions. It's not of y'all. Read your Bible, for real. Turn from that, those things. Let, let mama them get mad and walk away from you because you won't follow the Bible. Not your flesh, the Bible. Let daddy them get offended. Let, let everybody get mad because you don't want because you don't want to follow them. Let them get mad. Follow the Bible. Now, I mean, follow them. I'm, 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 I'm not talking about following them out of rebellion. I'm talking about following them to mislead you. If they give you wisdom and understanding the truth, you better respect honor your father and your mother, you know. Respect, respect your elders, but you can't, then that is. If they shall confess their iniquity and the iniquities of their fathers with their trespass, which they trespass against me, and that also they have walked contrary unto me. Y'all, we walk contrary unto you. And, and that I also have walked contrary unto them and have brought them into their land of their enemies. We're in a, you are not in your land. You in you in the land of your captivity. You you are still in the land of your enemy. Don't be deceived because you got you a nice house, because you got you a good job, to make money. You are still in the land of your leave and go go live go live in Israel. Then. You can't, not like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and you gotta get different permission to live in their land. You gotta get a visa and a citizenship and all that stuff. Come on now, that ain't how y'all do that. So you are still in the diaspora today. Um, it says, uh, and, and that I also have walked contrary unto them and have brought them into the land of their enemies. If then their uncircumcised hearts be humbled and they then accept of the punishment of the iniquity. That means we got to stop blaming Esau. Stop blaming the white <laughs> people. Stop blaming your oppressors and blame yourself for your own wrongdoing. Let me tell y'all something, man. We've all done wrong. I praise y'all for his goodness. I don't want to die young. I don't want to die early. I don't want to be punished by y'all. I've done things in my past that I completely regret. I've robbed folks. You know, as, as a kid, I robbed a man one time. Made the man put his head in the bed, under the bed, so I won't shoot the man in his head. You know, I feel horrible. I was 18 years old when I did that. I'm 48 years old. You know, I didn't know better, but I feel terrible for doing something like that. I didn't know that it was a sin like that. I, I, my mind wasn't on, you know, it's just, it's just a sin against y'all. My mind was on, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to the police. We didn't kill the man. No, we didn't. 
You know what I'm saying? But we didn't shoot him neither. But the thing is, I was wrong for that. I feel bad about that. I feel terrible. I wish I could apologize to him. I, I accept my responsibilities for it too. You know, but I ask y'all to forgive me and have mercy. You know, don't let me die young or be cut off because of my wrongdoing. You know, I accept the punishment of my iniquity. You know, y'all, please forgive me. You know, and he'll forgive us. There's some folks who, who molested people, who, who, who hurt children, you know, who have killed people, who done all kinds of violent, wrong, vile things. We have to come to terms with that, humble ourselves before y'all. And realize, y'all, we've done, we've done some wicked stuff, done some bad things that we shouldn't have done, said things we shouldn't have said, you know, committed adultery, idolatry, you know, whatever, you know. The Most High forgives us. He said, he says, in the, even in the land of our captivity, us breaking Torah. He said, he said, he said, and I also have walked contrary unto them and have brought them to the land of enemies. If then their uncircumcised heart be hearts be humbled, and they then accept of the punishment of their iniquity, then I will recognize Zakar, what it is? Zakar. I remember, I recognize, I, I make mention. I recognize my covenant with Jacob and also my covenant with Isaac and also my covenant with Abraham. What I remember, and I remember the land. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna remember you. He gonna let us straighten things up. He gonna let things get right. He gonna be there for us, bring things back like it's supposed to be. Y'all don't listen to people. Y'all will show you how to live for him. He'll show you how to keep the feast. He'll show you. Y'all will show you. He'll work with that flesh. He'll, he'll deal with you and get you right. <laughs> you know what I'm Believe me, he's going to take a little time. He's going to bring it to the process. You know what I'm saying? But he'll deal with you. You know, but just humble yourself and, and y'all will show you. That's how we learn. We learn how to keep it ourselves. Cause I always, we always used to use to depend upon people and refine us fire and, and, and get folks to help us uh, and, 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 and get folks to help us and, and to be there with us and not do it on our own out of being lazy. When the Bible clearly gives you how to do it and you can do it in the diaspora. Y'all show you his word. Praise y'all. Any questions or any comments anybody before I go any further? Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. So listen here, verse 13 says, and we're going to do this whole chapter today before we end it. But the man that is clean and is not in a journey. So if you clean, not being defined by a dead body or not in a, in a journey, and forbear, forbear. If you just don't do it, kadal. And you, uh, you, you just, you just desist. You don't do it. You cease to do it. You just don't do it. Guess what? You in trouble. That's a Jewish feast. Well, you in trouble. Hmm. Keep it Easter. Well, you in trouble. People who don't do it. Listen, those y'all who know it better do it then don't do it. Check this out about you. To him that don't do it, don't do. But the man that is clean and is not in a journey and forbear to keep the Passover, even the same soul shall be cut off from among his people because he brought not the offering of Yah in his appointed season. Mm, that offering, y'all, that carbon, 
that 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 that, that sacrifice that you got to bring to Yah for that for that shalom for that praise that tribute for that forgiveness of sin. reconciliation for it. You in trouble. You are in for real trouble. Because you brought out the offering of Yah in the appointed season. In the Yah that Yah in the appointed Moed. Because Yah and, and, and Yah commands it to be done. Not when you think it should be done. I had we had a we had a, a young lady here man uh hold on on the season that man shall bear his sin. He violated Torah. We had a young lady here, man. I mean, we, 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 we was we was talking about keeping the feast and telling about giving and that offering. This lady told me she was gonna give bread to the to the homeless. Mm -hmm. That's her gift that y'all told. I said that ain't what the Bible say. They left our assembly. Yeah, man, never came back. They did a call like and apologize and get it back right and fixed it. You know what I'm saying? Say you are a real man of y'all, but you got in your flesh and you left because you stingy. And then want to give, like many of y'all people in the truth, because y'all so caught up on the Christian passage fleecing y'all. It's y'all own fault y'all got fleeced. It's your own fault you gave that money and you wouldn't let, you should have read the Bible. But because of your flesh and because you don't want to, you got fleeced in the Christian church, you don't want to give to the truth. You wrong for that. You That's a sin. You still got pastors who still lead people. If you feel nobody can lead you as a leader, you will rebel yourself. For even the Ruach HaKodesh leads you. Those who are living by the spirit of Yah are the sons of Yah. And the Ruach gives prophets, baby. Yah gives prophets, leaders, who can rebuke you, who can correct you, tell you what Yah says, and give you instruction. And when you think, like, you can't tell me nothing. But we'll see. You know how many people died like that? When Moses mm -hmm. asked Dayton and Abraham to come to him, and they refused to come. So Moses walked to them and said, well, if y'all do a new thing, the ground opened up then. And the ground opened up right there. That's Yah's leadership. And Aaron, Aaron was the anointed quarrel, who's from the sons of Kohat, the Kohats. So, so yeah, you could be checked and corrected, and you have pastors, and you got leaders, and you're supposed to be still giving your first fruits, your offering. Yeah, not just an animal, you're supposed to give money too. You're supposed to give money too. A shekel of the sanctuary where they gave money, they gave gold. So you're supposed to be giving the whole heart And you ain't got to take my word for it because my word don't mean nothing. Read your Bible. You will see it for yourself. And read it for real. Don't be going to no thing. Read it for real. You will see it. I ain't got to, I ain't got to keep on. Matter of fact, I got we got 300 and some videos on this channel. We didn't talk all the books. Genesis. Did Genesis put Genesis on here? No, Exodus is on here. Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Leviticus and all that. Exodus. We didn't talk for years on here. Read it. It's on, it's on here too. You want to listen to it. Um, so it says, and if a stranger shall sojourn among you and will keep the Passover of Yah according to the orders of the Passover and according to the manner thereof, so shall he do. You shall have one ordinance, both for the stranger and for the one that was born in the land. So the Gentile, the one who want to come, even, yes. let, let me tell you, tell you something, even the mm -hmm. Jewish folks got to do it like us. We'll do it like the Jewish people. We, we teach, it, it's to Israel. Can't no, can't no stranger teach you how to do the Passover. Can't no stranger teach you. There's no such thing as Gentile prophets. Show me in the Bible. Benny Hinn is a false, is a false prophet. He's fake. <laughs> He's not true. Show me in the Bible. There's no such thing as a Gentile prophet. Show me in the Bible. Can't call but Balak one. He got killed, remember? He was a false prophet. He did a familiar spirit. Y'all just spoke to him and he still killed him. Like there ain't no such thing as no woman priest. 
A woman cannot be a priest. It's not, not at all. She can be a prophet because Deborah and you got plenty of women prophets. So they, they so so they don't give you instruction like that unless y'all speak it. And they don't say no Gentile prophet. They follow what we say so that you can't learn from the Jewish people how to do a pass or a Seder meal. You can't learn from no rabbi how to do a Seder meal. What kind of tomfoolery? You got to learn from the Torah and the words that they, and the words that they preach to the cloak of a Jew, the Yahudim. And we're going to teach them of Yah. So come on now. So, so, quit looking, so quit going on YouTube. Quit going on these websites trying to find uh, calendars of how to do something. Stop being lazy and ask y'all to show you and pray and ask y'all to lead you to somebody who can help you to show you a teacher or that you need help. He'll teach you, he'll lead and guide you. Anyway, uh, and this is for everybody, the strangers born in the land uh, 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 and the born. So strangers, Gentiles can keep the Passover with us. They got to do it like we say do it. And they got to keep it like we say keep it with us. Let's go. Let's read verse 15. And on the day that the tabernacle was reared up, and on the day that the tabernacle was reared up and the cloud covered the tabernacle, excuse me, namely, namely the tabernacle, yeah, you're talking about, namely the tent of the testimony, excuse me, even at even there was upon the tabernacle as it, as it were the appearance. So upon the tabernacle, not, not, not above the tabernacle, but on the tabernacle was the appearance of fire until the morning. So in the evening, it, it, it looked like the tabernacle was on fire. Like when Moses saw that bush on fire, it was burning, but it wasn't being consumed. The tabernacle, was it looked as if it was on fire. So it says on that day that the tabernacle was reared, reared up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, namely the tent of the testimony. So the cloud was covered. And at evening, there was upon the tabernacle as it were the appearance of fire until the morning. So it was always. The cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. So y'all was always. Our y'all is what, somebody? Or what? Consuming fire. A consuming fire. It was Yah in the tabernacle. He was with Israel, and when his when and, and when and when his uh his cloud came down. Remember when Moses and uh and, and Exodus when Yah came and the people stood at their tent and they watched Moses. They stood at the, at, at the door of their, uh, their, their tent and they watched Moses. And so in the, in, in, in the name of the tabernacle got changed. It became the tabernacle of the congregation, right? And it, it says that the that, that when Moses went in, that the cloud would descend, and the people would lay down on their face. And, but Yah wouldn't go in then. But he spoke to Moses face to face as a man speak to his friend. Hear the voice of Yah. But remember now, in the end, Exodus. Let's go, let's go check on that. Uh, and when uh, said 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 uh, said um, that uh, that that I, 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 everything was dedicated that the ruach of Yah went into the tabernacle, right? And most of them couldn't even go in no more. Because of the, the kavod of Yah, the, the word of Yah is extinct. So this right here, y'all, is is, is, is is just Yah. Okay, thank you, lady. So this, this, this right here is just Yah himself, you know what I'm saying, there. 
being with Israel and the people can see that. Yes, 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 yes sir, Malachi. This has got to be a time, right? Because no, this is the only place in scripture where you guys there other than the other than the garden other than the garden this is the only time that yah is present to that degree everything else is you know by a vision by a dream something like that this yah is literally there like imagine <laughs> we got to go outside and yah over there you know right. <laughs> This is the right. only time you see something like this is magnificent. So right. That's good, Malachi. Now, now look here. That's good you say that because I want you to understand that. Yah is still here. What did Yahukanon tell them about Mashiach? He said, I, he said, I mercy with water, right? But it's gonna be it's gonna come one that's gonna immerse you with what? Fire. Fire. Put y'all inside of you. So people can see that light still shining. Man. So it was always by the cloud covered it by, by, by day and the appearance of fire by night. And when the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle, then after that, so when the cloud went up, then after that, the children of Israel journeyed. And, and in the place where the cloud abode, there the children of Israel pitched their tents. So they'll pick up so so now. So now when the cloud, when the cloud were raised up, what happens? Aaron was Aaron and his three sons, the priests, gotta go to the tabernacle. They gotta pull down the veil, cover the ark with it, with, with, with blue, badger skin, cover it up, and prepare everything. So the sons of the Kohathites, so the court. So the Kohath, the Kohathites come in and begin to get everything from out of the sanctuary and they begin to travel while they get their things out. Then you got Marari come and get their things stuff taken down. Then Gershon take their things down and then they're led. And then when the cloud be still, they begin to set everything back up and they put everything back in place and they stay there. They did that continuously. You know what I'm saying? However long y'all say, if it was, a, it was a day, if it was a month, if it was a year, that, that, that was that service. That's why they was given to the Levites as well. They was really doing something. They weren't just being lazy and being a group for who y'all was taking care of. They were serving y'all for you, serving you for y'all. And y'all was with all of y'all Sharon. So, 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 so you can see that now, start putting together the Kohathites and what's going on. So it says, so now, it says, uh, and they pitched their tents. After the commandment of Yah, the children of Israel journeyed and at the commandment of Yah, they pitched as long as the cloud abode upon the tabernacle, they rested their tents. I'm gonna ask y'all a question. What who, 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 what did Yah say Israel was to him? Israel was Yah's firstborn. That's my son, right? Now this cloud, this cloud, y'all, this cloud led them. Y'all understand it, don't you? This cloud led them. Now, when you don't, when you're not led by your father, you a bastard, according to the inscription. Look at something. What does verse fourteen say? So this is about this time of deliverance. And, and, and being free from sin. So Paul says this, 
for as many as are led by the Ruach of Yah. They are the what? Sons of Yah. Now, Yah was leading his sons by that cloud when it raised up. It's the same. This is what Paul talking about. So when you were looking at it, they bring them out of captivity. But you ain't received the spirit of fear again. You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. So it's not just talking about Adam. Huh? They was, what, what, where was they at? They was in captivity where? In the land of Egypt. Right? But now this, 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 this cloud leads them. And we understand that cloud that came down in the appearance of fire was who? Somebody? It was, it was y'all, right? And y'all was leading his who? Sons. So those who are led by the spirit of y'all are who? The sons of y'all. The command of y'all was don't go back to Egypt. Don't deal with no with no wives, right? So you go forward, for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Let's just deal with Adam in the garden. Well, let's deal with Moses then in, in essence in bondage, being making strong without bridge, children being killed, being bound. Y'all, y'all can't see that? For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of what? Adoption. Y'all came and got you back. He brought with a price. Whereby we cry what? Our father. So I'm here it is. Father. When you go back and when you go back in the sin, you, can, you can't be a son of y'all. So y'all is leading his sons. Those who are led by the spirit of y'all are the what? Sons of y'all. And we ain't going back to Egypt. We going to where? The promised land. The place where y'all wants us to go. Right? Our father came and got us. And the spirit itself bears witness with our spirit uh, that we are the children of Yah. Now, if your spirit don't bear witness that you are the child of Yah, we need to pray with you and, 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 and get you saved, get you delivered so y'all can be, be your, you can come back to the covenant. And if children, then what? Heirs. What y'all tell you? If you, you do what my, I'll show y'all because y'all don't want to hear what I got to say. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to hear what I got to say. I'm just going to show you. Go to 1526. They'll complain about this bit of water and they don't like it. And y'all did it to prove them, right? But look at verse 26, though. And if thou would diligently hearken to the voice of Yahuwah, thy mighty one, and would do which is right in his sight, and would give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the land of Egypt the Egyptians, for I am Yahuwah that healed thee. I want to see what he says. I want to read what he says. Uh, a kingdom of Kohanim. I'll find it. Let's find it. Anybody know what it is? Well, Y'all say you'll be a king. Not, not Peter, neither. Hmm. Boy, he said, Y'all say you'll be a kingdom of priest to me. Okay, I'll read it to y'all. Exodus 19.6. Uh, who put it? I got it. Exodus 19. Let's look at it. Exodus 19. 
Let's just start at verse five. Now, therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed, being led by the spirit, obeying his voice, walking by faith, and shamar, keep my covenant. It's got to be shamar here. Yeah. Defend, keep my covenant. Then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all the people of the earth, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be a kingdom of what? Kohanim, priest, and, and holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. So now, that's who we are to Yah, if we just keep his commands, if we walk out of his ways, do what he says, right? Let's go back over here. You have not received the spirit of abundance again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself bears with our spirit that we are the children of Elohim. And if then heirs, so if you are heirs and you do what, 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 uh, what, 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 uh, what, 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 says, and your Mashiach is our great high priest, I the order of Melchizedek, if your Hushim, you know, is our king, you know, then guess what? We are a kingdom of what? Kohanim. Joint as with him. Same inheritance. Same benefit, same thing. And if children then heirs as Elohim and joint as with Mashiach, if so be that we suffer with him, go through it, persevere, continue to keep going, that we may also be esteemed together. But if you don't walk in y'all's ways and do that, then there's no way you can even, we in, we in trouble. Um, you know, what did they say? Anything else is just simply uncivilized. <laughs> we in trouble. So, um, so y'all was with them and they was in the kingdom of, they was in the, that, that's the key. When you look at the tabernacle, that's the kingdom of Yah, you, you around Israel. Israel is in the kingdom of Yah. And when we, and when we were, coming to this renewed covenant, we're in the kingdom of Yah. We have that same protection, that same provision. It, we, we, we got everything they have in, in Exodus around a tabernacle. As long as we're walking in this covenant, we got healing, we got deliverance, we got protection. We got everything that we need from Yah. But it's only doing this covenant. It's only walking, being led by his Ruach. Um, hallelujah. Um, so that was led by Yah's spirit. We just read those who are led by the spirit of Yah are the sons of Yah, right? Let's precept that with this. And, the, and, and at the commandment of the children, at the commandment of Yah. So when Yah speak his commands, right? You listen to what he say and you do, you, you go by what he say on a journey. You're being led by his spirit, showing that they're his sons. At the commandment of Yah, the children of Israel journeyed, and at the commandment of Yah, they pitched. They were led by his spirit. As long as the cloud abode upon the tabernacle, they rested in their tents. And when the cloud tarried long upon the tabernacle, many days, then the children of Israel kept the charge of Yah and journeyed not. Remember, they kept the charge of Yah and journeyed not, obeyed Yah. They did what Yah said. And so it was when the cloud was a few days upon the tabernacle, according to the commandment of Yah, they abode in their tents. 
and according to the commandment of Yah, uh, they journey. That make a lot more sense than what Paul's saying there, don't it? Not just from Genesis. And so it was taken, but you can't preach up nothing without Yah's Torah. And so it and so it was when the cloud abode from evening to morning, and, and y'all just show all of us dead now. Not just me, I ain't show y'all that y'all show us dead. Because I didn't know that he just showed us. And it, and so it was when the cloud abode from evening to the uh, until the morning, and that the cloud was taken up in the morning. Then they journeyed, whether it was by day or by night, they that the cloud was taken up, they journeyed. So, 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 so regardless to the time, daytime, nighttime, whenever y'all say move, we move, we obey y'all. We didn't give excuses saying, well, you know, y'all dark outside now. You know, can, 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 can you wait till tomorrow? No, when, whenever, when, whenever it was time to move, it was time to move. And so that we don't complain. Remember now, they, they complained, they complained in number 21. Right, and he, like Mashiach was telling Nicodemus, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, uh, so shall some enemy lifted up. So what happened in the wilderness? Well, guess what? Even though they had the victory, they was being led by Yah's spirit, they began to complain. And Yah sent serpents to the camp, to, they began to die, those who got bit. And he told Moses, well, put this, this serpent on the pole, and those who look upon it shall live. It wasn't a serpent that gave life, it was an act of faith, act of obedience. And Mashiach said, you're going to either have faith in me or you're going to die. And those who don't breathe, they condemned already. Yeah, John 17, I mean, John 3. He said, and this, this he said, this is this is their deeds, that their heart, that their, their heart is that they walk in darkness, that their heart is darkened. You know, those who don't want to hear. But the, but in order to believe in Mashiach, it's a faith walk, period. Or you just gonna die like the other folks who did not like the way they was led. And said, so, I mean, it was getting impatient. Don't like the way we're being led because we don't have the trials that's going this way. We, we get discouraged because of the journey, not realizing it's y'all that's taking you that way. Y'all bring the war to you. Y'all take the, he, he allowed the problems come up on your life for you to trust in him in the process. I know it get weary, get on your mind, make you feel like, ooh, but we still got to be able to trust in him. Praise y'all. Or, or whether it was two days or a month or a year, that the cloud tarried upon the tabernacle remaining thereon, the children of Israel abode in their tents and journeyed not. But when it was taken up, they journeyed. So they don't know when they was going to leave. They just was, was left when there was Yah's time. And here we is trying to make our own time or when Yah should do something for us. Ain't that backward? We just want to wait on Yah, but you still, he ain't came, he ain't came yet. Well, keep looking, looking at the cloud. Instead of you trying to focus on your journey, focus on that cloud raising up. Prepare yourself for that journey. Focus on that fire raising up. Prepare yourself for that journey. Hallelujah. At the commandment of, of Yah, they rested in the tents. At the commandment of Yah, they journeyed. They kept the charge of Yah. At the commandment of Yah, by the hand of Moses. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Anybody got any questions or comments? Do anybody have any questions or comments? Okay. No question, no question or comment, but I do have a prayer request um, about, you know, concerning this. Just faith, you know, being able to see 
right, like you said, they were, y'all was there in that, in this, you know, but he is still here, you know, and that's something that I got to work on, you know, reading and praying and believing that y'all still with me regardless of where I'm at. That ain't dependent on people, you know, or what you see. Y'all's within me, you know, so I just have a prayer request from that because I didn't see that. <laughs> I definitely did what? not. Huh? Didn't see what? Well, when I was talking about he was physically there, you know, he was in the in the tabernacle. Right. Then you was going back to uh to what Yahusha said or or what John was talking about, right? So, you know, just general prayer requests regarding that. Praise yeah. Hallelujah. So a general prayer of faith or just being able to see faith and, and you know, just not going by sight. <laughs> okay. Praise you. I'm gonna most definitely pray for you. I'm gonna pray for you when we when we get off the of YouTube, we're gonna get a pray. Hallelujah. Was there anyone on YouTube that, that, that needs prayer? Praise you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, why is it? I believe I was led to just share this. I know that um, Christianity, well, not a lot, because there were times that um, you would ask me, why is it that you never go to the front to pray? Right. And in false humility, I would respond, I would say, I'm good. But here's the thing a lot of times, in 99% of the time, we're not good. And if it's a billion people in the world, 1% of that Malachi would be maybe a million out of that billion that truly may be copacetic. It may be, they may be in whatever their utopia is. Literally are at the pinnacle or there's a really good flow in their life. So that means the rest of that billion are in need. And it makes me think about what Yahushua said, he would leave the 99 to go get that one. And it, it didn't matter if it was Shabbat. It didn't matter the time. His point was is that we we think we have so much time. When Yahusha has sent help, Yahusha has by way sent a helicopter, by way sent a boat, by way um, sent one in the boat with the lifeguard. And the third one would be. By way, if you're on the rooftop considering a flood, 
you literally have something you can reach on to, a branch or a rock that's higher than you. And for every last way of escape, we find an excuse to say that we don't need this, that, or the other. I just want to encourage us today, just like I raise my hand for more understanding of the word of Yah, that we may be able to, that I may be able to position myself in a place that I'm received by Yah and the offerings that I'm bringing, right. not the assembly. So I encourage, you know, all of us today, whichever platform you're listening on, and if this hits you 30 days from now, one year from now, five, so on and so on, that we're always in need of Yah. Right. Every word that he spake or allowed a man to be inspired to pen means something, just like you do. You all mean something to Yah. He is concerned about where we are. We just have to realize that we've already been given ways of escape. Right. Take them. Right. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. So go ahead. We go ahead and pray real quick. Um, pray for brother, uh, brother Cleveland first. Hallelujah. Then pray for Malachi just with wherever. While we're on Zoom, we go ahead and pray. Uh, YouTube, we go ahead and pray for everybody. Hallelujah. So uh, might we just come before your presence, Yah? Thank you, y'all, Almighty, for your goodness. And y'all, I ask you, y'all, we all come together as a body. Y'all have, we ask you, we ask you to have mercy upon us and please forgive us, Almighty, for our sins. And please forgive us, y'all, for the things we've done in the past, y'all. We repent. Ask you to continue to be with us. And I pray, Almighty, that you would just touch them, touch Malachi, give him understanding and wisdom. Y'all have him to continue to grow in his faith, realizing y'all that he's he's a young man and you're gonna take all of us through life. You're gonna teach us how to have wisdom. Your word says if any of us lack wisdom, we can ask of you. You know, you give freedom, you don't hold it back, Almighty. So I pray that you would give him wisdom and understanding. Help him to be able to grow in faith and trust in you, but be patient. Not try to rush himself, not compare himself to anyone, but have his own individual relationship with you. And you give him the wisdom and understand that you desire for him to have, God, so he can grow in you. And I pray as well, Almighty, for Brother Cleveland, that you would touch him and give him wisdom and understanding. Yeah, leading got him in his purpose of what you have for him, the things that you have called him to do, the way that he's trying to take y'all, he's depending upon you. So I pray y'all that you would give them both a wise and an understanding heart, that they will do what's right from your point of view, that they'll have insight and discernment, they'll seek your face and they'll get in that word and they'll love you above all things. Ask you to be with them and to keep them, y'all, continue to grow them, y'all, and let no weapon that's formed against them prosper. We praise you, Almighty, for being our salvation and our strength. And we thank you, Yah, for keeping and loving us and waking us up and calling us back to the covenant. Really appreciate that. And we just give you the esteem for Yah. And not lightly esteem, we really give you the esteem, the weight of your, your, your glory, Yah. We just praise your set apart name. We give you the esteem for Yah. In the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. So, yeah, we're going to get ready to take this break uh, from YouTube, and we'll let y'all know when we get back on. Uh, so, shalom, YouTube.